Ladies and gentlemen, it is my sweet, sweet pleasure to introduce to you the episode, our co-host, our fearless leader, I think the only one who really enjoys doing this at this point. (laughs) I will be seeing him in, let's call it 10 days time. Or you'll be gone already, depending on who's listening to this. Oh, yeah. Or, Danny, it was nice to see you. Thank you for the (laughs) hospitality. Oh, no, I just said your name. Kind of ruined the intro. Mr. Danny Redacted. (laughs) Hi, Dante. Hi, Danny. Hey, welcome, everybody, to the fifth and final episode of Kohi Decembria. This episode, we are talking about... Songs from later Coheed albums that we have not spent any or little time with. That sentence makes sense, right? Yeah, later being basically just post No World for Tomorrow. So post Post No World for Tomorrow. Post 14 years ago. (laughs) Uh, This playlist was curated via the Facebook group that I joined like a couple months ago called Children of the Fence. I asked them to all to vote on their favorite songs post No World for Tomorrow. And then I picked the top song off of the five albums we have not talked about yet. And that's what we have. We're also, if we're lucky, everybody, if we're lucky, we might even get a little glimpse into Dante's soft spots. Yeah, stay tuned for the, uh, what is it called? The, the coda of this episode, Dante's soft spot circle. <laughs> so I can't wait. Kind of a kind of a ring, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, a hoop. I like that mug. I th- I want to say I've seen that mug like maybe months ago, but it hasn't made an appearance in a while. From Boulder City, Nevada's Southwest Diner. We have mm-hmm. two of them. I like these mugs because they're a good size, mm-hmm. but they're. Uh, I guess small enough to where I can have three cups of coffee, coffee, and Amanda can have one out of like one jar. I did not follow that part. What? So I make coffee in the morning, right? It mm-hmm. fills up the thing. Mm-hmm. I can pour myself three cups of coffee. Okay. And there's still enough for Amanda to have one. Ah, uh, so so one of those mugs is a quarter of your coffee pot, essentially. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Mathematician over here. (laughs) Goodwill hunting. Yep. Fucking beautiful mind, Dante. I I I have like a a chalkboard behind me, but it's just like (laughs) one slash four (laughs) equals point two five. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Put too much creamer in this, man. It's really sweet. That is the uh, that's the encapsulation of the like spectrum of our intelligence. At our mm-hmm. dumbest, we put in too much creamer to our coffee. At our <laughs> smartest, we're pretty sure about this fraction. <laughs> it's it, it's nice. There's not crazy highs or lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Danny, uh, we this might be since we've been since we have um, embarked on this Kohi Decembria mission. Mm-hmm. This might be the longest gap we've gone between records. I know. 
It's been like a week and a day, I think. It was maybe last Friday? Something like that. Does that yeah. sound right? Well, what have you been up to, my man? We haven't even really talked this past week. Uh, working, 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 working. That's all I do, Dante. That's all I do. You love it. Amanda forgot her coffee. Can you bring it out to me? I'm coming back. Be there in a minute. How far away is the library from your house? Uh, Like 20, 25 minutes. So she has time to drive 25 minutes? No, she's, she just left. Oh, okay. So she's probably down the street. Gotcha. Okay. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run out there real quick. <clears throat> okay. Uh, go ahead and talk some shit about me or something. Yeah, I'm probably going to leave, make another coffee. Oh, he's gone. All right, well. You just listen to that song the whole week? Yeah, we're just going to talk about keeping secrets. The song, not the album. So you said you've been working a lot. Yes, I've been working a lot. I've been working on the pod. I got my new desk set up. I'm very excited about I got rid of the like sit stand desk attachment thingy because it was just taking up way too much space. And I got this little monitor shelf. Oh, I had to go into the office. That was stupid. When's the last time you had to go in? <sighs> Let's see. It was like April 2020 was when was like my last day of work in the office. And then I've been in like once or twice just for like a couple minutes. After that, why did I, I had to go in because I got a new parking pass. They called me and said, Hey, you can get into this, the closer parking lot now. Uh, because so many people were like leaving and retiring and stuff because of. And dying. Yeah. And and dying. Um, (laughs) and so now I got into the, the closer parking. But like, how often have you used that parking pass? Uh, twice. (laughs) In, in like a year and a half. In like a year and a half. And it's costing me 20 bucks a month. But I have it. So why did you, um, so why did you go back? Um, I needed a program installed on my computer and for some reason they refused to do it remotely. So I went in, had that done, said hi to my new boss because I have a new boss, my regular boss or my, my former original boss is retiring. Oh, the OGB. Yeah. OGB is retiring. And so I've got a new boss, met her in person for the first time. And what else? Oh, I picked up this monitor, my, my second monitor. Because when uh, the way they, they're setting up our floor now, because no one's been there. So they're like remodeling the second floor that, we're, that the IT division is on. And they're making every, almost every desk is like a shared desk. <sighs> and so if I go in, if I want to use my second monitor, I have to take this monitor with me. Back and forth. <laughs> well, hopefully you never have to go in, right? Yeah, hopefully. My, we have no plans of, I mean, my boss has no plans of making us go in because there's no point. Yeah. But anyway, that's fucking all I've been doing. Are it, Like when you say shared, how do you mean? Like how are these workspaces shared? Like what's the It setup? looks like, I mean, I didn't look very closely while I was there, but it looked like they're still just regular cubicles. But you have to like, I think anyway, at least right now, you have to check in. Hey, I need a spot. Like, okay, you're going to sit at this desk. 
at this location and you set up there. So like every day you would have a different spot potentially? Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, not like having, Ooh, I own, like, I really put my stamp on this cubicle is yeah, yeah, yeah. great. But, um, I, I imagine I've never seen this, but I like in every single detective show for the last 30 plus years, mm-hmm. it's always like two desks, like butted <laughs> up against each other yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're facing each other for some yeah. reason. Um, it's not like that though, unfortunately. No, it's not. You would never it's tell your, your IT partner. You know, like, <laughs> all right, like you drive, <laughs> <laughs> then you grab your, like your overcoat. That is only a garment I've ever seen also in New York to, or any detective <laughs> yes. show. Really? Yes, yes, yes. This, this thin thing that I guess is, so that will get dirty and not your nice suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that? Do you have one of, you don't have one of those, right? I can't. Imagine. I have like a, like a, a hoodie. I guess it's sort of like a pea coat. I'm not talking about a pea coat. I'm I know, talking. but I'm just saying that's the kind of coat I had. I don't have okay. like a fucking detective Dick Tracy coat. Um, how is your? Is it like a, a pea coat that goes to the waist, or does it like go down like to you know the, the thighs? Waist. Yeah. Oh, maybe I've seen you in that. Maybe I've seen a picture or something. For Possibly. some reason, now I can picture you in a little pea coat. Ooh, oh. you gonna wear? I hope it's cold when we get there next week or two weeks. Maybe especially if we go. I, I told Amanda about how you want to go to Sac State and like walk around and she's like stoked. She's oh, really? Like, oh, I want to do that too. Because she, has, cool. she hasn't been to like walk around in years. Yeah. So I, th- I figured there's um, uh, 65th and Folsom. There's like a shopping mm-hmm. center right there where like Dos Coyotes is. And there's, there used to be a Starbucks, but now it's a, it's a vegan burger place is right there. And there's uh, some bring other, back Starbucks. <laughs> some other eateries. Uh, there's, I mean, there's like 16 more Starbucks, like within a mile. So, okay. (laughs) That is my big, um, I'm trying to think, I don't think like I'm a super, um, like normie consumer, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I would never be like, Oh no, we need to try this place. If there's a Starbucks nearby, I'd be like, no, Starbucks is fine. This is totally (laughs) fine. I think we, we've, we've had this argument on the... Yes, we have. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what What is WB? It says Folsom Boulevard and 65th, parentheses, WB. Uh, maybe that intersection is owned by Warner Brothers? Okay, that's what I was thinking. Too. Oh, I do. On the Google picture, I do see Taz, actually, on the corner <laughs> at the bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> Taz with in, like, uh, backwards pants and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So there is, there's an Office Depot, a GameStop, a 7-Eleven, a Giovanni's old pizza, Mm -hmm. Upper East Side. Ugh. Let me guess. These lofts look like just fucking Lego pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the lofts and shit they're building around there are stupid. I mean, it's it's good for like student housing, I guess, but. Yeah, it's... um, maybe a month ago, yeah, about a month ago, um, Shuge's girlfriend and I went down to Denver. We saw a hockey game, spent a right. day in Denver, walking around, did some thrift shopping, all this bullshit. <laughs> they have, no, it was good. I liked it. Um, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I had a great time. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> she's, she's not here right now, Dante. It's okay. She's always listening. <laughs> um, but Denver... 
And like, there's a lot of things in downtown Denver that are cool. I would never want to fucking live there, but mm-hmm. they have these like just bust out of a kit condos and apartments and shit. And they're all that like muted, like dark green color or mm-hmm. like that kind of like clay adobe color there's and i'm looking at these upper east side lofts in sacramento right now there's those parts that like like this part will jut out and it's like this like metal paneling yeah um and they all look the same and i hate it and i'm i it it gets probably mostly young people who don't know any better like Mm -hmm. oh that looks that's that's interesting or something have that in the suburbs yeah um, but that th- these are essentially the suburbs of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, urban mm-hmm. lifestyle. Totally. Oh, I, I, I hate it so much. Is there, there's gotta be a name for that type of aesthetic. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but I'll make sure you his girlfriend figure it out. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so but that's where you, that's anyway, where you want to so, take me. So around there, uh, there's the back entrance to Sac State. And mm-hmm. so I figured we could like eat at one of those places or something and then walk into Sac State and like walk around. Okay. That yeah, that sounds good, man. When I saw you a year and a half ago, uh-huh, at the cemetery, mm-hmm. you pulled up right as I was like changing my pants, dick and balls out for a moment in the back <laughs> of my Subaru. I had been driving a long time without showering. Uh-huh. I wanted to be around dead people with you smelling a little bit better. <laughs> Smelling um, better than the dead people. Yeah, it was it was borderline at that point. <laughs> well, there was also less to mask the smell between my balls and you. <laughs> the dead people, from what I understand, are about six feet underground. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I went to uh, I think it's called Tupelo's or Tupelo. Which oh is, yeah, fuck that place. Oh really? Why? The owner is a piece of shit. Oh okay, that's too bad. I mean, I've I remember that. I think that opened around the time I was in college there. Like, I don't know if it had like mm-hmm. changed hands, if it was something else before, but I would go to that place and I, I went to it. I was like, oh, it's still around. And I went to it and the, the people were always nice. And I remember mm-hmm. the uh, the girl behind the counter, you know, I'm just waiting for my coffee and she's like, oh, so like, you know, so what are you up to today or whatever? Because I'm like yeah. the only one in the place. And then I, f- what I should have said was I'm like, oh, just meeting a friend or yeah, like, w- yeah. whatever, passing through. And I was like, well, actually, I went to school here like, you know, 10 years ago and like it's my first time back. And I remember as I started talking, I was like, oh, no, what have you done? She doesn't care. <laughs> what if I turned into? Yeah. Like she's going to be like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Can I cup your balls? Like, <laughs> what? I don't know what, like, I was just probably starved for someone to like, uh, just like make any sort of connection with, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, can't wait to do that again, I'm sure. Yeah. Just don't do it at Tupelo. Just, yeah. Have Shuge's girlfriend bury her head in her hands when I'm like, you know, I used to come here in 2007. Like, fucking uh, how old are you? You look like a, you just look like a fucking really fucked up 20 year old. Uh, it's the same way he looked back then, folks. <laughs> yeah, when I was a fucked up twenty year old, <laughs> I never had that. Oh, he's a he's a young hottie. Yeah, me neither. 
It was just, um, oh, he he started not taking care of himself. <laughs> he was committed to this from the jump. Uh, you're going to need to wear bigger shirts from now on. <laughs> I so Danny, I I know this will be old news when people listen uh-huh. to this, but uh-huh. I am very excited about coming out to California and going on this road trip. So okay, great. so I'm I'm showing up to you on Sunday night, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, yeah, Sunday. So it's it's eight days, my man. Eight days. Yeah. Um, Sunday night, and then Saturday will be our little sack state. It, maybe a it morning next. It doesn't go that way. You're coming on. You're getting here on Sunday night. And then what did I say? And then you said Saturday is Sac State Day. Oh, I have something to show you. I found something. <laughs> a backwards calendar. <laughs> um, you call it a backwards calendar. I call it a Radnalac. <laughs> I had to type it so I could see it. Um. Yes, so on Monday morning, uh-huh. we can go on a nice little excursion through yes. campus. And uh, Amanda's off. Amanda's off on Mondays, and I took the day off. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Monday afternoon, maybe, oh, I'm sure Shige's girlfriend would want to like hit some sack thrift shops. Yeah, we've got those. I've been setting them up ever since I heard she likes thrifting. <laughs> It's just like like old clothes from your house that you're like putting <laughs> yeah. in your room. It's like it's mainly kids clothes. It's like Sarah's a like a sick kid and so like the <laughs> community gets together to like put this on for her. You said her name. That's fine, Oscar. Um I guess I should ask if she cares. Yeah. She she knows no one listens. <laughs> and then yeah, maybe some uh some Indian or Thai food or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Ooh, mm-hmm. buddy. I mean, you can get nice and gassy for Monday night. <laughs> Can't wait to sit on the couch. And I was going to say, just fart straight into your couch cushion. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Dante. Yeah. What have you been up to, buddy? So I've been, I've been working. I've been doing a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of Zoom calls with people overseas. Ooh. Talked to a couple, couple Serbians. Mm-hmm. A Pole. My first poll. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. I've, so yeah, I've been working on the, the recruiting side of things a little bit. Been It was our finals week last week, so making sure uh, our students are doing what they need to do to finish the semester well and yeah. getting we'll home study okay. for their volleyball tests. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, which one of these, circle which one of these pictures is a ball? <laughs> Hint, it's the same shape as the circle you're going to draw. <laughs> there was a, a storm came in on Thursday, so we were trying to make sure, you know, everyone uh-huh. has safe passage to the airport or wherever mm-hmm. they're going. Um, a, so a week ago tomorrow, so last Sunday, uh-huh. uh, I was headed up to Casper to Shugay's girlfriend's. And oh. her, oh, I forgot. Yeah, this is what I should have led with. Um, her parents were in town to meet their grandson because Shuge's girlfriend is a new aunt. Mom? Her, oh, her, oh, okay. <laughs> her sister. Has it been nine months? <laughs> she told me it only takes six. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, it's a genetic thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, we paid extra for expedited. 
Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I drove up Sunday, and the plan was Sunday we're going to go out to eat. I'm going to meet her parents, and then we're going to mm-hmm. go back to her sister's place where the six of us, seven if you include the baby, but not really a person yeah, yet. Yeah, you don't want to. And play some games. Well, um, I'm about two-thirds, three-quarters of the way there, and I'm going through a city called Douglas, mm-hmm. and the the sign, the like digital sign over the freeway mm-hmm. says, uh, road closed, mm-hmm. and uh, also do not park on the side of the road. And so I got off, because it was starting to snow mm-hmm. a little bit, there was one point where I thought I was going to die and mm-hmm. spin off the highway. I don't know if you've ever like hydroplaned, like you know, it's the first rain in a few months or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you've ever felt that, like I don't have control right now. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty terrifying. Uh, I was, I don't know, uh, speed limits like eighty. I was probably going like sixty because it, you know, it it did feel a little slick, but you know. I got the Subaru, I got new tires, like I feel mm-hmm. relatively safe. Uh, but I went from the, you know, regular freeway asphalt to where this like little like overpass is. Mm-hmm. And so it changed just to like, you know, maybe concrete. And boy, right when I hit that that beige, when it went yeah. from like asphalt to just like gray. Slip and slide. Just totally, the car was just like, I'm going to do my own thing now. And I was like, all right, well, I'm either going to hit this guardrail on the overpass, and that's going to fuck up my car, uh, or I'm going to get past that, and I'm going to spin out and just go off the highway into a pretty significant drop. We'll see. Um, So I, I don't know how you handle this, but like my immediate reaction is just to go guess we'll see and like just like instant acceptance yeah yeah into like not having any control and you're not supposed to like try to like yeah yeah you take your foot off the gas and you just let fate take its course yeah exactly and i i feel kind of lucky that that's my my nature that i don't like freak out or that thing in movies where they're just like "Ah!" you know they're just like screaming at the windshield um, and it was fine, but it was very scary. Got the heart rate up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I get to Douglas. I see that sign. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting the fuck off the freeway. And I ended up having to uh, stay the night in this Douglas, in the city of Douglas, just at a hotel, uh-huh. uh, which kind of stunk. Sweet hundred bucks to get <laughs> to for my road trip. That's two hours away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's part of the joys of living in Wyoming. I thought that might get me out of meeting her parents altogether, but alas, I made the, I finished the trip the next day, met her parents. We played some Settlers of Catan with oh. her, uh, with her sister and brother-in-law as well the next day, mm-hmm. and also her, their two fucking little dogs. But yeah, so I, I met the folks. Uh, r- reports were that they they approved or at least pretended to, which yeah, I'll, yeah. I will take. I just don't need like outward hate and uh this fucking guy but yeah so that's so within within a month we are going to have met each other's parents oh isn't that something and you'll meet my kids well she'll meet my kids yeah i've met i've met your fucking kids (laughs) met those fucking things and and i talk to them all the time you you really do (laughs) 
quite frequently. My, my favorite still is when I don't know if Han made Lost to Cry, but you Probably. had to go. He 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 was definitely the one who called it in. Mm-hmm. And if you call it in, you're automatically a suspect. <laughs> um, and so you went to go take care of Lhasa, and Han went from, you know, I'm not sure what's happening and blah, blah, blah. And then you leave, and he looks at me, and he's like, hey, let's talk. <laughs> he was like all jazzed about what was going on. Uh, that's awesome. Well, Danny. Hey. Do we want to start talking about Coheed and Cambria? Sure. Now that let's... we've been recording. We've only been recording for... Thirty-three minutes. Thirty-three. That's a Coheed song. Oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's better than anything off of No World for Tomorrow. It's not better than the title track. It's not better than the Incomplete. Okay, yeah. That that album is not a total a total loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. I don't know that any Coheed album would be a total loss. I'm sure if I sat down and listened to any of these five albums that we're going to briefly talk about today, I could find some some takeaways that I might the, be interested in. Yeah, they're they're too talented, too yeah yeah inherently interesting. No matter what direction they want to go, mm-hmm. to not have any redeemable songs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um. So, of these five albums, have you ever listened to any of these in in their entirety? I don't think so. Yeah. I think like No World for Tomorrow, even though it's it doesn't like front to back suck shit. Mm-hmm. I, I though from last week's episode, you know, I only really accept four songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just kind of knew. I just felt at the time, oh, this there is a change, mm-hmm. and I don't think mm-hmm. we're going back. And so I would listen to the the single. Maybe bounce around to a couple tracks, do that thing where like you scrub ahead a minute to see if it, yeah, what is this song all different. about? Yeah. And just be like, ah, I know. And so I don't think I ever did, which, you know, I, I should have. That was mm-hmm. a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have never listened to any of these either. I've heard probably maybe one song off of each one. I don't know about the Afterman ones. I don't know if I've listened to anything off of that before this playlist, but uh, I think the first song we're going to talk about, I had heard at least once before, but I, I just never went and listened. There there came a time where uh, I was semi-embarrassed that I liked Coheed and Cambria, which was stupid. And then I kind of like accepted that they're a fucking amazing band and I should like them again. Were you embarrassed when... To that point, you thought their discography was like unimpeachable. No, no, I was embarrassed to admit they were like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. You know, like I would listen to them and not tell anyone. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm saying when, like when in their oh oh oh, oh. um after four came out. So like when when you and I met, it was a band that we connected over, but mm-hmm. like. I remember first getting a job at Dimple and like going <laughs> early on, going to my closet and being like, do I want to wear this second stage t-shirt? Uh, and and I did once. And then Evan was like, oh, hey, I like your shirt. I was like, okay, okay. Like that kind of thing. Right. Like, I, I thought I was around the cool kids and I couldn't like Coheed anymore. That, 
Um, but then Evan made me feel better. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 He he has a uh, a disarming quality. He does he to does. him. Um, I thought. <laughs> so when I first started working there, I had never watched the U.S. version of The Office, mm-hmm. and I thought he Evan was the funniest person I had ever met because <laughs> he was saying all these hilarious things all the time. I'm like, oh my god, this dude is so funny. Uh, and then I watched the U.S. version of The Office and realized. He was just constantly quoting Steve Carell. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Still pretty funny. Still pretty funny. Still very funny. I, sh- I, sh- I should have uh, been clued into this when he was also quoting Arrested Development all the time, which I was fully aware of. Right, right. But anyway, enough Evan talk. A, a, well, a well-timed uh, early 2000s sitcom quote was all you needed back then to, yeah. uh, to be funny. Yeah, it's true. You know... Uh, and uh, great Odin's eyebrows. Let's talk about this first song, huh? <laughs> okay, so in in two thousand four, the there was a movie called uh, Anchorman, uh-huh. and it was about a uh, a boat captain <laughs> who was he, he his big thing was trying to make sure the boat stops. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so he would always look for a place to drop anchor. Okay. And this was both in the literal and metaphorical sense, where he was also trying to find uh, a a partner, a romantic partner, uh, with whom to drop anchor and like really settle down. But he was always sure, he was sure. always on the ship. And up to that, up up to the the point of this where the movie takes place, the the sea had been his mistress. Mm-hmm. Um, how long do I want to do this? I don't, I'm loving it. So I didn't going. want to start, to be honest. I don't know why I did that. Um, you, you, I hope seen this Anchorman. leads. I have seen Anchorman. I hope this leads into the introduction of the song. Oh no! I mean, I don't. What the? Hit, I've already done a, a ship's called this type of bullshit intro. <laughs> um, when I got back from Hawaii, I, yes, yes, yes. I don't remember what what it was, but I really stretched. But no, remember Anchorman? He's always like, oh, by know, the beard of this and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, then the captain is, is he's ready to, getting ready to drop anchor because he sees off in the distance. He goes, let's drop this anchor. Here come, here we are, juggernaut. <laughs> Wait, is it, is it us or them? What did we decide on, you guys? <laughs> Hey, I was gonna call are. it Here Comes the Juggernaut. Here comes the juggernaut. Here we are, Juggernaut, off 2010's Year of the Black Rainbow. This song is uh got the least amount of votes it got 12 votes from the children of the fence do we know what the overall voting pool was how many registered voters did they have <laughs> i i mean i wonder how many members there are of the of the group I mean, can, I can you see how many people saw your post Ooh, maybe maybe let me just groups yeah um i cannot see how many people saw my post Weird. I yeah. can for like my work stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's a the way they have this 
set up. It's not like that on any of any of those posts. Um, there are over 7,000 members, so the voting pool was pretty large, but uh, the most amount of votes that any song got was 55. Okay. Here's what I'll say about this song. Okay. It's pretty short. It is pretty short. It's like, what, three and a half or something yeah, like that? Yeah, It's a it's a coheed uh, pop banger, I guess. Is it a banger? I don't know. Is it pop? I I mean I guess sorta. Yeah. It's it's not pop in like the way the running free your feathers or mm-hmm, a favorite mm-hmm. house is pop, but sure. I sh- should say that um this is the one and only studio appearance by Chris Pennis. Oh, is he drumming on this one? He is drumming on this one. Mm. And so I, I Good will of him to say show up. I do feel like the drums are better on this song than a lot of his output in uh-huh. No World for Tomorrow. Well, he didn't even put out on No World for Tomorrow. Well, as I understand it, he... I don't know how this would work. I don't as understand I it, how you can can write drum parts and then have someone else come in and play them. It... <sighs> You've never it's, heard of a cover band? No, 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 no. It's I don't see how that works the same as, oh, I wrote these guitar parts, you play the, the guitar. I don't know. For some reason, for me, that just doesn't... Changing drummers changes a lot, if that's... Yeah, I, I don't know. My guess... No, I mean, that would make more sense, because maybe, you know, they pony up however much money it costs to get Taylor Hawkins in for... Mm-hmm you know, a week mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's just like, yeah, I'll fucking or, I'll shit mean, out stuff that, you know, is technically, it technically works for the song, but yeah. it's not like he's up all night being like, oh, should I do this or should I do this? Mm-hmm. And like sketching it out. And maybe Chris just wrote simple drum parts because he knew he wasn't going to be in the studio. Maybe. I don't know. What? Hmm. I don't know when this this decision yeah. was made, you know, because obviously they probably had to have uh, worked on these songs for a while before recording. Yeah, and I I I don't know much about Taylor Hawkins' like musical background. Obviously, a very talented drummer. Yeah, but also he he probably has more technical music background than like a Dave Grohl does because Dave Grohl's always like I can't even read music and they gave yeah, me a signature yeah, yeah. guitar burr, 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 yeah. people overrate me but I <laughs> so anyway my point is like I know Chris Penny's known as this like kind of mathy technical drummer mm-hmm. he can probably like you know write out like drum notation oh. very well if he wanted to in my head, I was just like, he. Pr- they probably recorded demos, and then Taylor Hawkins listened to the demos. It's kind of what mm-hmm. I guess, but I, I do not know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I think the drums on Here We Are Juggernaut are fine. They're, okay. they're, I don't think they're like boring. I think they do the job. So this <laughs> album, uh, Year of the Black Rainbow, seems to be the most contentious album based on what I've seen in this Facebook group. People seem to either love it or hate it. Is this one that you've listened to all the way through? Didn't you already ask me this? I'm asking you about a specific album, though. I thought the question earlier was, have you listened to any of these all uh-huh. the way through? And you said, 
No. <laughs> so that also applies for this one. Okay. Are you going to ask me every time? Um. Uh, no. I, I remember this coming out, and I remember going, I remember thinking, ooh, that's a cool album name. It's a cool album name. It's a cool album cover. They're working with fucking Atticus Ross, which is kind of cool. I don't love the album cover, no? to be honest. I, I like it. I it's mean, better, it's than, better than No World for Tomorrow because that album cover sucks. That one and then the most recent one, Unheavenly Creatures. Yeah. It's like, that guys, who who has this fascinating... Like, nobody thinks this type of artwork is super cool, whatever <laughs> the style is. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like, it seems very of the time. I don't know what time that is, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it seems like maybe mid-aughts where it was like computer graphics or like cell shading and art terms that I do not know and I'm just pulling out of my butt. It's like they were just kind of like coming into, you know, this new technology, but it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like very, it's like, I don't know, it seems corny to yeah. me, that type of art. And and some of the comics, the physical comics that I'm going to be bringing you soon. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. No, not to buy anything. <laughs> they, they suffer from that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm more forgiving if they use that kind of art in the comics. But album cover, just, I don't know. For me, an album cover is more important. And the cover on the first three albums were pretty good. Sure. Yeah. Nah, four is meh. Four, I mean, four is simple and it's memorable. Yeah. You know what always bugs me about four, though, is because a V is a V. Mm-hmm. And it's very wide, mm-hmm. and it's next to literally the skinniest letter we got. <laughs> it pushes the bottom of the V like over, uh, and so it kind of makes the, it look off center kind of to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That always sort of bugged me, <laughs> and I, I don't, and and that's because they kind of wanted it to be like the whole, yeah, yeah, thing. It's just fine, and also like the, you know the. There's going to be the Led Zeppelin thing. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's fine. It's fine. So let's talk about this song that we're supposed to be talking about. My, my overall takeaway of this song is musing back Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Sure. I, I really, the, the third time I listened to this playlist the third time I heard this song, I was singing along to the chorus. The chorus is, in my opinion, really good. I think it's fine. I don't think it reaches the heights they want to reach with it. Sure, sure. Um, this isn't like a Blood Red Summer chorus. Or a, um, a what's the other single off of that album? A Favor House? Favor House chorus. That's the one I should have said. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I think... I think that they try for that big blowout chorus, and I think it's just kind of so-so. Okay, okay. Um, the song is not bad. It is short. If it mm-hmm. were to, like, if I was listening to some sort of Spotify Coheed-inspired mix and this came up, I wouldn't skip it. Yeah. If I were listening um, to the album, I would not skip it either. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I only have two timestamps for this one, and they're kind of both the chorus. <laughs> so 238... Do you have anything before that? I do, and I'm like, I don't even know why I put this down, because it's just like, it. it I'll, I guess I'll play it because it's okay. before. Yeah. We're, we're nothing if not slaves to chronological it, order. It makes my life a little easier when I'm editing, so that would be great. 
Yeah, looking at the, this again, it's fine. Yeah, it's. I think it's a good cover. I, I mean, I do like you know gray clouds, a uh-huh. little bit in keeping secrets. Yes, absolutely. Um, by the way, this week here, there's what I really should have talked about what? this week. Whoa. Fuck meeting my future <laughs> in-laws and all that. I took the case off my phone. Yeah, was it? Um, because yeah, I was like, I got to clean it, and there there was some reason I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just left it off. And man, it's so easy to forget. We are not sponsored yet by mm-hmm. Apple, mm-hmm. but uh, it is so nice to have just to just hold the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Sans case. I know it's gonna eventually fuck me over. Yeah, but man, they're too slippery I, for me when they don't have a case on them. Th- that's your hands, man. You got <laughs> the greasiest fucking hands, like west of the Rockies. <laughs> True. True. Oh, also, Shuge's girlfriend, she got one of the new little iPhones. Oh, okay. It is so tiny and it is so cool. Oh. It's now she's a she's a smaller person. I don't know that I would want one that small, mm-hmm. but I do like it because I can put it next to my junk and it like relatively looks better. Oh, okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it and there I, and I just you take the picture and then you're like, this, with my an, phone, this is an iPhone, uh, you know, whatever the biggest one is. That's the exact same joke I made to her. <laughs> I said, I'm going to take a picture, tell everybody, tell everybody, like I'm going to send it to everybody. <laughs> a, yeah, like say it's a, a, you know, a 13 Pro Max or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, boy, people were worried like, are they going to talk about their dicks or not? Uh, with It's been 52 minutes and not a dick mentioned. Um, no, we talked about Han. Ooh, sick burn. <laughs> Fucking slam your son. No reason. Um, okay. This is a two eighteen. I just, I just put quotes around this line. The line is answer me. Did we take this too far? Mm-hmm. I had been listening to this all week and I did my notes last night and I'm like, I don't know why I wrote this. Down. <laughs> get more weird Claudio doing character dialogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the weirdest his voice gets on this playlist. I it's one of those things where I was both like oh, do I cringe at this or do I go, "No, oh, it's Claudio being Claudio." Yeah, yeah. No, it's Claudio being Claudio. I fucking it's it's not like a, an amazing part or anything, but yeah. I'm down. And and, and that's kind of how I feel about this whole song. It's mm-hmm. like I I accept the song. It's not it's not off-putting, but it just kind of stays right here for me. It mm-hmm. doesn't have like these great highs, but no, but no, okay. no okay. great lows. All right, so go ahead and play yours, my man. Yeah, here is kind of the transition into the chorus, so the pre-chorus, I guess, and then the. I think this is maybe the last. Yeah, the last chorus. So I just get a little bit of taking back Sunday energy from that chorus. The, I mean, the kind of just straight chords and then the, the lead that's behind it kind of 
feels Taking Back Sunday E to me. Uh, I like that lead a lot. I will say that part gets in my head. The lead is good, and the fucking just I don't the delivery of the chorus on this song. I just I love and I can't help but sing along every time I hear it now. This is I think this is going to be one that I come back to, and I definitely want to listen to this album. Wow! So we'll see what side of the the great uh, year of the Black Rainbow dichotomy yeah, you fall yeah. on. But that's okay. the only timestamp I got, though. Uh, as much <laughs> as I like reason. it, yeah, it, yeah. Because, like you said, it is a kind of a short song that doesn't do a lot. I just think the chorus really uh, hits it for me. It does have a music Fair. video. Uh, should we watch? Yeah, I've got it uh, ready to go. Do you have watch, watch together up? I'm I'm in there. All right, here we go. Ooh, dragonfly. dragonfly. Cellular Skull. construction or something. Oh, does Claudio have oh fucking that stupid ass <laughs> hat? Yeah. You see that yes, hat? Yes, I saw it. Who wears a beanie with a little bill on it? Goo. <laughs> I think I was done with Dante that by twenty ten. For a long time. Yeah, like eight hours. <laughs> what are they learning about? Oh. Yeah, and why is that student forty years old? <laughs> We call them non-traditional students. Something about the Bible, a guy taking notes. <laughs> okay, so it's just, uh, oh, they're just showing us it's a regular day. People are going about their business. And, and now there's a crack in the sky. Whoa, Claudio's playing, playing two characters here. Oh. Did you see that? Uh-oh. Oh, that's not true, but oh. the uh, what was supposed to be a... Uh, Oh, boy, I forget the term I'm supposed to use. Uh, dirty hobo? Oh, okay. Yes, that's the term you're supposed to use. <laughs> so there's a crack in the sky, and everyone's looking at it. Oh, speaking of brand new, play crack in the sky. Ooh. Did we speak of brand new? No. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> Travis Parker. Yeah. So this is... Ve- Did you ever see that uh, Donald Faison sci-fi movie? That, like... There's been a sequel. Mm-hmm. There's, like, blue aliens or blue ships. Uh, it was, like, Avatar? directed by... No. Um, I think it was called Skyline, maybe? Hmm. It was, like, a low-ish budget sci-fi movie. Which is why Donald Faison was the star. Hey, I I love Donald Faison. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Um, he's Turk from Scrubs. If you're not familiar. Oh, okay, okay. No, uh, I don't remember his name from Clueless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, what is his name in Clueless? Chad. No, I think it was. I want to say Barry. Gray. <laughs> really? I think so. I could be completely wrong. And stupid. I love that movie. Though. Never seen it. Ugh, we're watching it when you are here. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, man. This this course is pretty good. It's fucking great. This video is also kind of good. I mean, I could honestly do without the like people looking at the sky, but like yeah. <laughs> the footage of the band is really cool. Except for every time they show the drummer.
That looks pretty cool. Yeah, it the does. reason they have to show they have to show so many people looking up at the sky because they can't afford to show the special effects of the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So how did you guys meet? Oh, remember when the sky broke and our <laughs> world changed? Uh we were standing by the cool. river. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I, all right. So on Monday, we're getting new tattoos together. <laughs> I guess so I, could the also, I could also mention uh, that this, the story of Year of the Jug, or Year of the Juggernaut, Year of the Black Rainbow. Oh, yeah. There's all the planets. Cool. They shouldn't be that close together. I know. It's not how how orbiting works. Uh, Dude, look at oh, look at that! Oh my goodness! Look at all of them, all that all hair. the Claudios, yeah. Are uh, are like what you should watch next? Suggestions that pop up. There's a uh, twelve little thumbnails, and we got ten, nine, ten of them. Ten of them are Claudio. Ten of them are Claudio, and two of them are the best album. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> okay, two of them are my favorite album. No, no. What what are you talking about? The well, maybe we have different ones. Is that possible? Maybe. I just took the a, bottom left. I just the bottom left is in keeping secrets. Three evils. Oh, okay. and then next yeah, to that is coheding. Oh, okay. What is this one? The broken. Huh. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at yeah. too. Picture looks cool. Um. So this the story uh, in Year of the Black Rainbow takes place before. It's kind of like the start of the coheding Cambria story. But it also takes place long before, I think, what did she say? Like 15, 20 years before Second Stage Turbine Blade. Wow. So this is when maybe Coheed and Cambria, it's maybe when they met. It's when they were they were young kids, right? They were created. Cause they I, were created. They're not, Coheed and Cam- they're Coheed, not they're people, not. I don't think. What? Yeah. They're not like, or maybe they're because I thought they were Claudio's parents. They are the parents. They they have four kids, but they're not. I don't know. Obviously, I I'm just quoting a YouTube video I watched once, um, and not even quoting. But uh, <laughs> at the end of this album or the end of this story, they're put into like a a, a hyper sleep or whatever, and they're asleep for years, and then around the time of second stage is when they're woken up and they have four kids at this point. I don't fucking know, man. I watched these videos once. I meant to watch them again before this, but uh, I forgot. We all have the best intentions. So are the, the kids are Claudio, Jesse, Matthew, Maria. Are those the kids? Mm, I'm going to Google it because I want. No, wait, hold on. Yeah. Is that what it? Claudio, Jesse. Hmm. no, no, Jesse's like an uncle or something. Is there a family? There's got to be a family tree oh, that you can I'm find. Sure. Uh, so we'll do Coheed. Hey, Ben. Good boy. Kilgannon. Uh, relatives. Cambria Kilgannon. Inferno Kilgannon. Claudio Kilgannon. Josephine Kilgannon. Matthew Kilgannon. Maria Kilgannon. So who are his children of those? Uh, I forgot about Josephina. Josephine, that's a good name. I, know. I mean, obviously, I'm going to name my kids uh, Brayden, <laughs> no matter what. Brayden, Jaden. Aiden, Caden. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, father of Claudio, Josephine, Matthew, and Maria. Josephine. 
Okay, so I, I subbed in Jesse for Josephina. Mm-hmm. My bad. Uh, um, he, so, yeah, along Jesse with Cambria is an and Jesse, uh, were the three members of the KBI. Oh, they do they do okay. say KBI? Yeah, remember I was talking about that. Yeah. Oh, but it sounds like it sounds like FBI. Mike screams FBI. Um. So, uh, yeah, Jesse is is Coheed's brother, maybe. Inferno, also known as Jesse Kilgannon or the Prize Fighter Inferno, was right. created by Dr. Leonard Hohenberger as a leader of the KBI and an iRobot clone of the doctor himself. God, this story. He is the brother to Claudio the Beast, uncle to... What? Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Excuse me, everybody, I'm sorry. Let's take this back a second. He is the brother to Coheed the Beast, uncle to Claudio Kilgannon, lover to Mariah... Uh, Antilorea, too many syllables for Danny, um, <laughs> the father of Chase, Sizer, and several other iRobots. Chase, forgot yeah. about Chase. Sizer, I haven't even heard that name. Jeez Louise. He is the leader, uh, he is leader in the rebellion against Supreme Tri-Mage Wilhelm Ryan and the arch enemy of General Mayo Deftenwolf. I need mayo. Mm. Uh, last night, Shuge's girlfriend, uh, she pulled a Danny and sent me a... Dick pic? <laughs> uh, not unrelated. Um, <laughs> it was it was a, a TikTok video, though I think via Instagram, mm-hmm. which I a- appreciate. It was a, like you know how to how to or how this is made type of video mm-hmm. and i i think it was dubbed but it's like how these like like uh factory sandwiches are made oh. like that are probably that are just like you know sandwiches are made then like sealed up maybe they go to gas stations sure, or sure, i sure, i don't sure. know there was not a lot of context that's uh-huh. but it was like it was like these pieces of bread are are buttered and are able to you know to help them get through this machinery mm-hmm. And then it shows these other pieces of bread, and it's like, and uh, for this sandwich, they require a jizz of mayonnaise. No, yeah, way. and then it, and it shows like this thing, like putting these little dollops of mayonnaise. <laughs> but anyway, I jizz mayo. <laughs> I can't get it out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I really have to pee. Um, you got a, a jizz of so urine, gonna, if you will. Yes, yes. I'm 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 going to keep using uh, that as a verb okay. for other okay, things. Okay. Now. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll make more coffee. Is there anything you need while I'm gone? Anything I should be prepping for mentally? Um, are, are we done with here we are, juggernaut? If you could get me some toast with a jizz of butter on it, that'd be great. One hour later. Danny, Danny, Danny. What? 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 I just checked the mail. And it's here. What's that? My updated car registration. <laughs> Whoa, dude. The 2022s. Oh, I love paying $400 buddy. to have a car, even though I already have a car. <laughs> so nice. Ooh, what color do we think the sticker's going to be? Ooh. I hope. What do I hope? I hope like a, like a. Uh, uh, taupe. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping for uh, a 
second stage turbine blade green. We got pink. Ooh. Not bad. Those stickers look different than the ones we have in California. Okay. It's okay. That's fine. <laughs> stickers can be different. Oh. Just like people. Oh, right. You don't like that either. Um, <laughs> let's see. How to explain this. Anyway, what are we talking about here? To Mars. <laughs> did not plan that i realized as i was saying here to yeah. just keep going no it's good it's perfect all right uh the number four song with a whopping 17 votes from that uh, facebook group dante this is not part of the coheed and cambria story uh no because it is on 2015's the color before the sun Horse shit. <laughs> Get it out. It doesn't belong here. <laughs> Dante, how'd you like this one? This song. I'll, 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 first listen. I was like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Followed by. <laughs> by the end. I was like. I think I really kind of like the song. <laughs> this song definitely grew on me the most. Okay. Um, I I accepted the cheesiness. It's it's very cheesy. And I embraced the corniness. Okay. And I found a lot to, to like about this song. Are you going to play this song at your wedding? <laughs> uh, nope. That's going to be Jimmy Eat World's Invented. I know, I know. Um, I would play that for you on guitar, but right now you'll have to accept it on bass. An acoustic bass ballad. (laughs) Danny, I'm guessing you did not love this song. Not a big fan. Sure. Not a big fan. It's very generic. It's it's not bad. Like it's not a bad song, but it's it's just not very interesting. It it kind of reminds me of like maybe a Paramore song that they just threw out like they were just jamming for a little bit and they're like no i I think we're gonna write something much much better than this that that's fair there's there's no denying that they want this to be a like arena rock mega hit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's and it's kind of like claudio heard that phrase i think it's a phrase like you know, love you to the moon and back. <laughs> yes, it is. A f- and he was like, yeah. mm, but what? What now, if? Guys, here, hey, Travis, <laughs> what if it was Mars? <gasps> mm, now, wouldn't that be something? Whoa. And so recognizing it comes from this like very yeah. cheesy premise. Yeah. I, I, and I, I still think there's a lot to like. I, we've already played the, uh, the intro, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Mm hmm. I think the the music is interesting to start. Yeah, the the intro guitar is interesting. the The chorus is is catchy, but it's also kind of forgettable. It's it is very generic, and you can tell pretty much right away 
that this whole thing is leading to this big chorus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here is here is thirty at thirty five seconds. So we're still we're still a half minute away from the first chorus, yeah. but I feel like you can kind of tell they're like, "Hey, get ready!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just has that kind of mid-tempo mm-hmm. trot where you know, ooh, we are going to, it's going to be so big, you guys. You <laughs> aren't going to believe how big this chorus is going to be. All right. Do you mind if I play the chorus yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. This is at 104. I want to stop it right there because I, I want to pick it up okay. right there in a second. I didn't notice it the first few times I listened. I do because yeah, Here to Mars is oof. It, it's got the the energy of something you would buy at, at uh, Home Goods, like a you know on, on wood, like a piece of wood that has that, and it's got the yes. keywork like down in the bottom corner. You hang yes. that on your wall. It looks like distressed. I'm trying to think of what what would Coheed's version of Live, Laugh, Love be? <laughs> yeah. But the, the last line is, there's no one like you here on Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that I'll accept that more than here to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, oh, th- well, this, okay, this is outside the story, but mm-hmm. I was like, is Mars in the keyword? That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they do talk about fucking... Jersey, yeah, and you know, and, so. uh, Paris, I believe, New Mex- Paris, New Mexico, mm-hmm. New. I guess New Mexico is kind of an interstellar state. That's all. There's some UFO mm-hmm. lore mm-hmm. there. The, the the course is what it is. I would say it, it's a it's a B minus yeah. course. But boy, I tell you, I really, really thought I was going to come into this episode. And just fucking rip this song, make fun of it, mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm. about how much it sucks shit. By like listen three and four, I was like, I'm I don't know. I'm just kind of on board. Okay. okay. On board the spaceship. To oh. to Mars. From here to Mars. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> play play this song in my hypersleep chamber, my guy. Ooh. Um okay, I'm gonna pick it up right at 131. Guys, okay. we're all gonna listen to Mr. Mike Todd. Wait, he probably wait. Was he still in the band at this time? I think. I think probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. This was 2015, right? So yeah, I think he was. Hold on, I got it. I got it here. I'm just we're we're just double checking. Um, yeah, it is Zach Cooper on bass. Okay. So Zach, I've never known your name Coop. before now. <laughs> uh, the Z Coop Coop Master, my, my favorite. Um, he, his actual nickname is Minnie. Uh, he does not like it, but we all know, um, he's doing some real work here. I really like the bass here. Danny's, uh, countenance really changed. (laughs) During that, he was like, mm, "Okay," and then 
uh, Zach goes on a little run, and Danny goes, ooh. <laughs> it was pretty, I, I'd never noticed it before. Man, I don't know how you not. Like, that whole, like, 20 seconds or whatever is just, it's really uh, the Zach show. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, here's how you know they came up with the chorus first. Mm-hmm. The, the first chorus ends at 131. The second chorus starts at 149. <laughs> you get 18 seconds to catch your breath, yeah, yeah. apparently, and then they go right back into it. And it's like, all right, that's... Th- th- I mean, this song, you know, really is wrapped around these choruses. Yeah. Um, for some reason, when I first listened to the song, I was like, oh, the, here's another six, seven-minute song. It's like four minutes. Yeah. It's a shorty. It's a short song. Um... You you like this next part. Okay. Is it the synth part? <laughs> yes. Okay. Of course. Could be uh, better. 235. Could be better. What a dickhead. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, for for those not watching on the live feed, uh, Danny was mocking how the synth player, um, who let's see, that might be Jay Joyce, was on the Rhodes piano, and uh, Synth World is accredited to the Price Fighter Inferno. So what the fuck? <laughs> um, but how just uh, just holding a chord, yeah, holding a, a, a couple fingers. Pretty sure, it was just a note. Uh, I mean, I like it at the end there when it starts doing a, something a little more interesting, but the beginning of that synth part, because it's got that little, little like lead in the like, uh, the crescendo or whatever you fuck musical term you want to call that. So it's got that, but then it's just root note, root note, root note, do 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 like do something. Yeah, if, I I don't expect it to do the do 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 the whole time, but like, right. Give me something more than root notes with a fucking awesome sounding synth, guys. Come on. Th- that's fair. Um, I mean, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't know what single note I would play. Maybe <laughs> it would be different. Um, <laughs> Here, I, here's what I'll tell you: it wouldn't be the root note. <laughs> <laughs> not not in key. <laughs> I it's like, like I'm just pressing up some, here. I'm going to push this one. <laughs> just pressing something down. They're like, that's the power button. <laughs> um, I like it. I, I just like the sound of that synth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it maybe it could good. be a little busier. But I also really like and thought you would really like mm-hmm. the vocals of that part. Vocals are good. Yep. It's that funeral for mm-hmm. funeral. <laughs> it's a funeral for a friend. I'm gonna make you Tim Armstrong? Is that you Tim t- Armstrong from Rancid? Oh, I thought I was doing The Godfather. I thought Tim Armstrong was all like gravelly. No, he's he's sounds like It's the bass player that sounds all gravelly. Oh, okay. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, I know Tim Armstrong most for um, his contributions to Boxcar Racer. Oh, sure, sure. 
That's all I remember. I don't know the words at all, but that's pretty much the melody that's repeated the, the entire time it. from his mouth. Um, the jizz of it. The jizz of it. Sorry, what I was saying is the desperate vocals mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. remarked upon during the funeral for a friend episode. Yes. Um, it, it's it's like I like that. Okay, he's uh, he's six feet away from the mic for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds far away. It's I don't even know if that's Claudio. I don't think it is. It doesn't sound like him. It, so maybe, maybe it's Travis. Maybe Travis, yeah. He he's uh, let's see. Travis and Josh and Zach are all listed as backing vocals. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Somebody. It's um, somebody. Chandra Marie Sanchez is additional backing vocals. Oh. Um, well, coincidence, they have the same name. Hmm. Um, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. Yeah, you look. It might be the best part of the song. I think it is. Yeah. I, I like it more for the vocals and the synth, but I think both are very nice The vocals are, are, I mean, that, that's probably the best part of like the, the synth part is really good because it, at the end there, because it's catchy, the backing vocals are pretty cool and yeah, but then it gets back into that meh chorus something what does he say in it's in the stars something yeah 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 it's in the stars uh it's um, it's definitely like two friends that are coheed fans uh in high school and one of them wants the ask to ask the other to prom and so they play the chorus of this song yeah while, you know in the big prom presentation they got a they got a, like a big claudio wig on or something sure you know <laughs> yeah um, yeah. Oh, boy. Can we YouTube uh, Coheed Promposals later? Ooh, yes, we can. <laughs> see if that's a thing. Uh, it, oh, there God. is no music video. I, I do see this thing called Coheed and Cambria with NSO Pops here to Mars. I think it's them with like a orchestra. Let's do it. Let's do it. Play. In the stars. Oh, uh, everyone's acoustic. Ooh. Travis in a suit. Travis in a suit. Damn. Oh, the oh, fucking drum God box. Damn come it, Josh. On, come on, Mike. <laughs> We're so angry. You have to. I feel bad for Josh, though, because there's 80, like, highly trained orchestra members, and he's doing that. <laughs> he he's like, yeah, I'm a musician, too, guys. I got to spread my legs super wide. Every time he does the bass note, it just looks like he's jacked. <laughs> I'm such a child. <laughs> and then every time he does like the snare hit with his open hand, he's like, no, don't come yet. <laughs> uh, 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 no. Uh. Claudio's facial hair there, my god. Yeah. And I, I mean that in a good way. Until if I was doing that drum box thing, by the end of like one minute of the song, my back would be killing me. Oh, totally. Can't we get a? It's it's 2020, man. Can we get a standing Seriously. whatever that's called? Seriously. Hey, Lassa. She went to work. Remember? <laughs> Dumb shit. Come on. How do you think? I always wonder this because I know I 
In my head, I want to put all these orchestra members on this pedestal. They only listen to like the greatest classical and yeah, 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 super well composed. But you, you know, they also listen to pop or country sure, sure, or whatever. Sure. Yeah. How do you think they feel when they do this? Like, I have no idea by watching like how intricate like their sheet music is yeah, if they're yeah, just like yeah. this is the most boring easy shit in the world is this fun for them how do they feel about it yeah, i don't know or yeah are they like really just like kind of phoning it in for this because they're like eh, it's a paycheck right look fucking 80 bryant in the back is smirking 80 bryant what <laughs> from saturday night yeah yeah, yeah. she the yeah to the right she looks like 80 bryant oh okay oh yeah 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 when she was smiling, it looked more like okay. it. The guy right right behind her is probably a Slayer fan. <laughs> the, the guy on the woodwind? Yeah. Why do you say that? I don't fucking know. I was just Does thinking of, her? like, the most ridiculous thing that somebody that plays that instrument would listen to. What was that? I think his wrist is probably tired. Oh, probably. Oh, his face though? He's like, oh. <laughs> uh, couple more strokes and then stop. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I didn't even realize Zach had the stamina. I know, bass. I didn't notice that either. He must be a very good musician because uh, there's no frets on that fucker. It's not plugged in. <laughs> Guys, just give it to me. There's like nine other bases behind me. What does it matter? I do. Similar to what we talked about with Jim Atkins, like Claudio does put all of himself into what he sings like whether he's doing you know little whisper vocals like he's putting effort into it and you gotta give him kudos for that yeah sorry did I seem disrespectful to Claudio no no I'm just saying I like like him I will say it I like him I I fucking love Claudio I'm just saying like I've never really paid that much attention to like and you can really tell here because it's, you know, very stripped down, but he's putting so much of himself into this. And it's pretty great. Hmm. Nope, now they're gone. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Is, is there, do they have other Kennedy Center songs? I don't know. Let me, uh, Coheed and Cambria. I'll do uh, NSO. Uh, (laughs) NSO Pops celebrates NASA with Will I Am, Natasha and Bedingfield, Coheed and Cambria, and more. So it's it's the Spotify playlist I have that mentions something about space. (laughs) I why is why is Tom not there doing aliens exist? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That would be pretty great, actually. That is so weird. So all wow. So they they 
did that just for that song. Interesting. What a celebration of NASA that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. You guys. Come on. You guys. All right, yeah, we ready for song three? Song three. Uh, you got a fun way to intro this one, or are we just going to read the long title? No, I, I have a, a composed rap where I'm able to <laughs> rhyme uh, all of these words. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> all right, um, do you have that pre-recorded beat I sent you? <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it was it was by Chris Penny. It's all Chris <laughs> Penny samples. Um, <clears throat> our third song is. I had to double check like three times. Uh, that I was getting the entire title typed into my notes because mm-hmm. we have two of these fuckers and the first one off 2012. Correct. The Afterman colon Ascension. Mm-hmm. Key Entity Extraction 1 colon Domino the Destitute. Uh, with 34 votes from the Children of the Fence, the number three song. We should probably get started because uh, I have a lot of time stamps. <laughs> no, let's not. Not yet. No? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the, I, I only have four, and I'm sure we have some overlap. Mm-hmm. My first is at 33. I have a... Perfect. Play that, and then I've got something to play right after that. So, Danny, yes. what do you think I thought of when I heard that guitar? Uh, maybe this. Into the Painted Gray by Agaloc. I didn't. I didn't specifically mention Into the Painted Gray, but I just said Agaloc opening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very Agaloc. It's a very Don Anderson mm-hmm. guitar tone and and kind of style there. Uh, somebody's trying to get into Danny's house from the just go through the walls. <laughs> apparently, um, yeah, man, that totally totally made me think of Agaloc. Yeah, absolutely. The whole intro has a very like doomy black gaze. Like I could even see it being uh, an Alcest kind of guitar part. It's fucking a great intro. <clears throat> Is that what you wanted to play after my my timestamp, or did yeah. you have something no, else no, from no, the song? Was, oh, okay. I have. I mean, I have other timestamps, but that's what I wanted to play. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I it it definitely sounds like that. The the opening of uh, limbs. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I guess Dawn kind of uses that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what, explain it to me. You're a, a seasoned electric guitar player. Uh, he uses the, the frets that are higher up. 
on the higher the the skinnier strings. Ben, what are you doing? <laughs> There's two blankets laid out for him uh-huh. on which to lay. Uh, and he has, I don't know if you'll be able to see this. He has chosen to lay between them. Aww. But his head is on one as a pillow. He's in the sun, too. Yeah, he's, I, I, he, the dumbass, he was in the shade. Like, he was where the sun used to be uh-huh. and then refused to move. <laughs> so I had to pick him up and be like, see? It's warmer over here. <laughs> um, uh, Agaloc, still good. Yeah, Agaloc. Dawn, I mean, Dawn, fucking forget about it. He's great. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, intro of this song is really fucking good. My next timestamp is 154. Ooh, mine's 152. Ooh. Let's go to 152 then. Oh, the drum. It's so nice to have you back. It's so nice. Joshy boy, we yeah. love you. Oh, welcome back, buddy. Boy, boy, doesn't that sound like a Coheed song? It, it sure does. Doesn't it? It sure does sound like a Coheed song. The drum beat is really fucking interesting. I love the the synth in the background, like kind of buried a little bit. But every I probably like the third or fourth time I was like, oh, there's a synth back there, too like creepy Claudio voice. This just has the recipe for Coheed. It's just, it's a really good recipe of like low guitar sound, Mm -hmm. really high note. Yeah. Really high note. That sounds cool. Really cool. Wiggly harmonic. It's fucking great. So good. (laughs) Back to our old tricks. It's good. It's great. (laughs) Oh, good. I love it. What what else you got? Uh, we've got two thirteen, which is what I, right here. Listen to Josh. Just listen to him. What do you want to say? His fucking. What more do you need? He's a great drummer. It makes a band that's good with a mediocre drummer fucking amazing with an interesting drummer. And I don't I don't fucking what? care if it's like less technically good or whatever. I don't know how technically good a drummer Josh is, but he writes things that are way more fucking interesting. And he shows up to I, the I totally studio. agree. <laughs> I'm not going to let this go. Never had to replace him with Chad Smith <laughs> for an album. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you say that because it's my understanding that, you know, if they're, if they were uh, Chris Penny and Josh Eppard were at a drum center, drum center, guitar center drum off mm-hmm. or whatever, some drum clinic. It would make more sense at a drum center. I, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> wow. Has anyone ever thought of that? Huh? <laughs> I think Chris Penny would would you know win mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah, the songs are better with Josh. Exactly, exactly, because he comes up with more creative stuff. 
And I, I don't want to say he's like a simple drummer because that is not the case. But like most of what you were just playing there, it's just like he's he just comes up with cool uh, kick and snare patterns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not exclusively. It's not like he doesn't touch the toms. Yeah. Like the crowing, he does very cool tom stuff. Ooh, he really does. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Can you can you think of one Chris Penny drum lick that you would want to go like do 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 to? <laughs> Nothing comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. The in hindsight, it was kind of of the time. The fart triggers on his drums. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. I Hashtag a, fart trigger. Uh, on our last break, I did a Chris Penny drum solo in the toilet. <laughs> wow, that that's the uh, that's the best fill you could do. Uh, fill the toilet. <laughs> I know he never will, but I sure hope Chris Penny never hears this and comes and beats me up. Gets you all just, Domino the destitute on me, huh? <laughs> you can pull his beanie over his eyes and then just wallop on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My weakness! Three fourteen is my next. Okay, do that. We're just kind of getting into the territory of like the Willingwell suite where we're kind of the song kind of changes tone or changes drastically changes tempo midway. And it's not as drastic as it is on Willingwell, but you're kind of getting that a little bit here. So I just wanted to point that out. No, I, I totally agree. And, and we're going to get that again in a couple songs where they're they're back to their Maybe they never left. Maybe it's unfair to say they're back to their old formula, mm-hmm. but as far as I'm aware, yeah. they are, and I love it. Yes. Yes. Um, so at 3.30, okay. I have another, hey, this kind of sounds like this band type of thing, and, yeah. and you, you may not know this band enough to, to get it, but um, when he says, it's the line like, welcome all to the everlasting whatever he's talking mm-hmm. about, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but the the vocals sound like another New York band of that they they came up around the same time. Does he say everlasting all time low? <laughs> is that what is that what he says? Um, maybe. Uh, sorry, not even trying to make a joke there. But oh, I guess the lyrics are right here, eh? Mm-hmm. Welcome all to the, yeah, it is all time low. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to play that once again. Okay. So the last phrases of those lines, Mm -hmm. everlasting all-time low and then ever-failing one-man show, really reminded me of Glassjaw. 
Oh, and that okay. guy's um, Daryl Palumbo's very mm-hmm. kind of distinct vocal delivery. Okay. Um, and I, I thought it was very cool. Now, Claudio, Claudio sings in so many different ways. I know Claudio has a very distinct voice, but mm-hmm. he does change it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, changes his delivery, changes his pitch, and he'll like he'll growl and, or whatever for all these different characters. So I bet you could find like he sounds like all these different people. He sounds like mm-hmm. Daryl Palumbo. Mm-hmm. He sounds like Getty Lee. He sounds like Barbara Streisand. <laughs> he sounds like Freddie Mercury. Um, Freddie Mercury, who was his generation's Dave Grohl, according to the dumbest person yeah. I've ever met. Yeah. Um, <laughs> boy, I like. If I could take a pill and forget one thing in my life, that might be it. Oh, God. I wish I had another acoustic guitar so I could smash it. But yeah, that that, that part is... is the, the issues I have or had, because maybe my I'm changing my tune, with what I thought was lazy Coheed or Coheed trying to do something more mainstream rock-ish. One, one of the main problems I had was, I'm just going to play these four chords for, you know, eight bars, and I'm going to sing every line the same, so much so that you already know what the next line's mm-hmm. vocal melody is going to be, and you can probably guess how the lyric's going to end. It's all kind of very telegraphed. When he's doing stuff like this, you know, the first part of the line is, that is kind of like one tempo and then with phrases like ever failing one man show it like it like changes mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. you know the, the 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 tempo or pattern or whatever and that's the stuff i'm realizing a lot through, kind of from this podcast i really appreciate good vocal melodies yeah yeah i don't care if you can sing very well mm-hmm. but are you delivering in a way that's not just you know ba 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 ba, ba 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 ba. It's like, oh <laughs> wow, so creative. Like, re- really like that. He's, I will say, back to this, but just as far as I am aware, That's, up yes, to this yes, point, yes, exactly. Because there, um, there could be. Since neither of us have really listened to these albums, there could be plenty of this kind of sprinkled throughout. Uh, yeah, it's just, I guess it just the, the if we're hearing the singles, didn't make yeah, us, yeah, yeah. Uh, Look at us agreeing. Exactly. Who would have thought? We've kind of always said that, though. Like, even on, um, you know, if you hear a favorite house Atlantic on the radio and then you put on the album and the first thing you hear is a telephone ringing and then and then an eight minute epic, like it, they're completely two different styles. Uh, and same thing on second stage and same thing with. I mean, Welcome Home, I think, was the first single off of four. And at least you got kind of a taste of what Coheed is about in that song. That's true. That was their most accessible, but also like true to themselves, single. Yes. Probably. But anyway, their singles are not always their best songs, except in the case of A Favor House Atlantic. Didn't you put Welcome Home number one on your four list, though? Just just don't listen to anything I say. <laughs> and you're good. <laughs> my, f- you can- my top three songs off of that album were singles. God, yeah. Ugh, let's fight. <laughs> uh, you want to hear some woe-woes? I would love to, my man. 
love some coheed woes. Love some coheed ha ha has. <laughs> yes. What what was that timestamp that you just played? Uh, that was the woes and the four eighteen, and my next is at four thirty four. Okay, keep it. I don't have anything until seven twenty eight. Oh wow. Okay. Um, now we're just getting into uh, like the willing well suite. Apart. And then another part. Yeah, we're getting back to that coheed area where you've got these different parts that are coming. They're, they're there for two measures and then you don't hear them again for the rest of the song. The main difference here is he's kind of almost always singing. I, th- I feel like that's a something that comes up more on these later albums where the songs don't always have as much time to breathe. Or he doesn't have as much time to breathe. <laughs> Um, I could be wrong. Though. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to think of the Willingwell songs. I mean, it's not like the, the end half of the songs are, you know, just instrumental. Mm-hmm. Is, is there a pretty long extended periods of time where like he's... There's a lot of parts where it's just like two to four measures of a guitar lead or guitar solo. Oh, sure. Okay. Like and there's not a lot yeah, but, of that. Okay. I mean, and, and I mean, even that would only be 15 seconds yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Where, because because I agree, this is again very much in the structure of those Will and Well songs. If this were a Will and Well song, mm-hmm. would it fit? Would it seem out of place? Would you would you notice a much of a difference in style or song construction? Um, and would it be as good? Would you like it as much as the other Will and Well songs? I think I would. I I think it would fit. It would be a more, this is a more straight ahead, you know, they don't kind of drop off into these other parts. They don't drop off into the Blood Red Summer guitar part all of a sudden in this. So I feel like this would be, I feel like the Willingwell Suite starts fairly straightforward and then kind of gets a little weirder as the songs go on, maybe. Um well, I mean, the final cut's probably the most straight ahead one, and that's the yeah, last one. Or maybe one. it's the opposite. Maybe it starts weirder and it gets kind of I would say the well, the the first three are all pretty weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I I could see it fitting in there. I mean I'd be I like it as much as anything in the Willingwell suite. Okay okay. That's that is very high praise. Yeah. So this is your favorite song. Uh I thought we weren't talking about Witchers are But it's songs. your favorite song. Uh, this is my favorite riff with with some cheesy boxing announcer voice in the background.
So yeah, the great fucking heavy doomy riff. Uh, it's it's there a little earlier in the song too, but here it it stands out a lot more. Well, and that's also uh, a vocal melody used in the song, correct? Yes, yeah, because the, the first time that's playing, he's singing along with it. Okay, and then back into the like the Agaloc lead with the also the creepy Claudio chant as well. It's really well, just a really well put together song. I agree. You just reminded me that I forgot to say something during here to Mars. Okay. <laughs> so do we have time? Do we have time to go back real quick? Sure. Um, during the chorus of here to Mars, mm-hmm. to Mars, Mars, I hear to Mars, Veronica Mars. There is like a like fast tremolo picking guitar run, mm-hmm. pretty high high notes going on. This episode, I like it so far. I, I honestly like what yeah this yeah, episode this is, so far. We're good at this. Um, oh, totally. And so that's why during this conversation about key entity extraction one, dominate the destitute, <laughs> we're gonna listen to the chorus to here to Mars. Uh-huh. Um, let's listen for the uh, tremolo picking guitar. Okay. Might not even be fast enough to be considered tremolo picking, but it's just like yeah, kind of a really slow. Anyway, I all this is because I wanted to say, oh yeah, um, I might give Danny Dredge at some point. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it enough. Yeah, we sure have. Oh, you texted me. I did. Oh, look at that fucking boy, man. He's what a guy. Oh, I'm posting this picture, everybody. Oh, brother. Is it, let's see, is there anything embarrassing behind him? No, it's just like my camping stuff. That's fine. Some pants you will see me wear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of all I got if you want to yep. take us out here. Keeping on the Will and Well theme, this is like the end of Will and Well 2 Fear Through that just ends with that big rockin' fucking meaty power chord mm-hmm. riff. Uh, th- I really like the closing riff to this song. Yep. Cool. Great fucking stuff. It's heavy. It's awesome. Makes you want to bang your head. Are we ready to move on to the next song? So ready. Hey. Oh, I gotta make I gotta make sure I'm doing things in order here. Okay. The uh the song yeah, that um, somehow has more votes <laughs> than the last song. <laughs> wow. I like this song. 43 votes. The Pavilion, A Long Way Back. A Long Way Back. Um, 
the the pavilion where I saw Joe Satriani and the <laughs> Blue Man Group and Dream Theater was it a, a was long, it a long, way, long back, way back? The seat I was in. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, wow, you don't like this song? No, no, I, I'm not, not really. Um, I think you're wrong. I think you do. So yeah, I would. I just want to play the intro for everybody real quick. Oh, oh shit! Sorry, sorry everybody. Wrong song. Wrong. Thanks, thank you, Dante. Uh, I, I mean, I definitely hear just, it. Just imagine me playing. That's not a criticism. It, it, that's not a it's, criticism. No, it's not. It's it's fucking great. But just imagine me like playing that and going, what what song is that? Play it again. What's goddamn? Oh, just all of a sudden, clicking that it's tears for fears. Oh, is that what you were doing like this past week? Yeah, yeah. Took you a while. Took, I got took you. Me a while. I was like, "Is that Journey? Uh, like, what the fuck?" <laughs> I didn't. I did not pick up on the Tears for Fears. I I went Angels and Airwaves. Sure. And therefore, sure. You two and you two. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I said you two weird because <laughs> I almost said YouTube. <laughs> so my my inflection was off. Yeah. Um, lots of you two energy. Lots of Angels and Airwaves energy. It's it's just another. It feels very generic to me. It it's got high school mixtape energy. <laughs> like you make a mixtape for your for your yeah, significant would, other, and this is a song you include on there. Uh, I would definitely make this for my high school girlfriend, and I will. <laughs> um, it I so here was my journey with this song. The first time I listened to this playlist, I was like, "What? how the fuck did anyone vote for this song? This song is awful. Then the second time I listened to the playlist, I was like, oh, this is kind of good, actually. There's some riffs here. That's kind of good. And now I'm just kind of, meh, it's fine. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next. I, Key Entity Extraction. No, no, I do have some timestamps. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> uh, my first one isn't until 3.15, though, so. Oh, okay. I, I definitely have some before that. I, I again, I think, for, for as much as I like this song, I don't have a ton of timestamps, and it's not because there's not good stuff. I think it's because I'm bad at notes. <laughs> I, I, again, think it, I, I can see where you would find it a little generic or a little corny or straight ahead or whatever, Again, I think the the vocal melodies change up enough mm-hmm. to keep it interesting for me. Mm-hmm. For me. Okay. Okay. But all that being said, let's get into that first chorus. Okay. Uh, so we're going to get a little bit of a lead in to the chorus. A little, a little pre-chorus, they might call it. Ooh. And this is where you're going to hear the parenthetical. Hey, 
want to stop it right there. First of all, I did not go far enough back to actually hear the parenthetical. We just missed oh. it. So, sorry, y'all. Oops. That, that course is really good. Of course, it, every time I, he says over and over, though, uh, I want to go over and out, Captain. Oh, shit. Wrong song. I mean, hey, if it makes you think of other Koei songs, that's... Though, I guess if you're in your mind, if it's, you know, making you think of better Koei mm-hmm. songs, you're like, oh, I can just listen to that yeah. song. Yep. The, like, oh, can you hear is kind of said slowly mm-hmm. and then it's ringing it's left in my ear um and that like kind of picks up so it's mm-hmm. like the, the the vocals well well the music is kind of like straight ahead big like full sound the vocals are kind of uh I, I, boy the dumb just they're changing things up enough yeah stop start keeping me on my toes a little bit um claudio's good at his job he's very good at it and I boy, this is the most high school mixtape thing. Mm-hmm. I really like that line. Yeah, you want me here? Well, then ask me to stay. It's it's very. It has like that's a country song. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and and I I think it's a good line. Um, it it's the line that closes the chorus. I am going to back up a little bit, so we're going to hear that line again, and then, and then I love how it goes straight from that chorus back into that like delay pedal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. riff. I think that's really good dynamics in the song. The drums in that delay part are really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a sucker for, you know, Tom, 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 flam. And yeah. like, it really hits really hard. I would love, and I mean this sincerely, I would love to see a like good country artist cover this. Yeah, yeah. Just to hear the delivery of that line. Because mm-hmm. he he puts a little country on, well, then ask me to stay. It, mm-hmm. I don't know. Something about it sounds very, maybe it's just because I'm in Wyoming. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, and it, well, you said your first time uh, stamp 315. was? 315. Um, yeah, 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 go for it. Okay. I was just looking at the YouTube videos to see if there was a country cover. <laughs> Nothing? No. And there's a guy with a kissy guitar, but what am I doing? 315? Oh, I'm selling Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Hold on. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the song, I think. like the little bridge there yeah it's good it's very good there what, what time did you stop at uh 333 perfect um i i just i youtubed the pavilion coheed cover the mm-hmm. first one is um it looks like five people all in their zoom windows sure uh with a female singer um which is probably what is necessary for any Coheed cover. <laughs> sure. Um, also, I forgot. I think I watched this video before, like four videos down. If you type in the pavilion Coheed cover, mm-hmm. it's old composer reacts to Coheed and Cambria. Have oh, you geez. seen, have you seen any of his videos? I gotta be, I'm embarrassed to say I've probably watched a few dozen. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I have. Let me look it up real quick though. Coheed. Pavilion. That's not the order you're supposed to do. Okay. okay. 
old composer reacts. Oh, okay, no, I've never watched any of this. The I I watch I don't watch a ton of React videos. I watch too many. I think anyone who watches any watches too many. <laughs> yes. But most React I've never seen a React video where they go, "Yeah, this is shit." Mm-hmm. Like it's super rare. It's always yeah. because they know fans of that artist are just looking for reaction videos and so they have to say they like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's a pretty gross mm-hmm. way to do content. He never like he pretty much is pretty positive about everything, but he you, he has a good musical background, so he'll actually talk about like what they're doing musically. Oh, okay. Which okay. I find kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just going like, just making facial expressions to the camera and saying, yeah, "Oh, yeah, that was yeah. cool," wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you want to watch so, a little bit of him? Sure. Yeah, maybe we'll just like pop in like a, a few minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> Really get some goosebumps on his arm. Josh with his <laughs> yeah, big <laughs> gaping drum mouth, love it. Boring ass Zach. Yeah, like he's a good bassist, obviously, but Mike was always like moving around, mm-hmm. making faces. He would always see? hold the neck. Did you, did way you see? Up. Hold on. Look at look at uh, Josh Drum for a second here. I would love to. I went back too far. That's okay. Look at where his his ride is though, where he's playing right now. He's on the hi hat right now. Right there. Oh yeah yeah yeah. All right. Wow. Suck it. <laughs> is this guy gonna talk or he's just gonna chew on his thumb? He's singing along a little bit. Wow, I got a lot to say about this. Um, Ooh, say it. Suck it, Danny. This is a universal sign if you've never seen one of my videos for chicken skin. Uh, That's just, you know, that visceral reaction when you hear something and you get... Oh, chicken skin. What you would call a chicken skin. That's one way to say it. Some places in in Europe as well also say that. All right. The opening, um, the muted uh, plucking work that the guitarist player is doing, I really like that sound and I like the fact that it is in the middle of what we're hearing here, but the timed delay is only to the left side. So I kind of like that. I knew, I, at that point, I knew there was going to be an expectation. Of oh. <laughs> also, that gave me a U2 kind of vibe. You know, that's what... Um, me too. U2, they, they use that as, as, as a principal application in a lot of songs, is that style, that digital delay muted guitar work. <laughs> Then the drums... Now, is that you thinks. or is, is that in Hawaii? Are they blowing <laughs> palm fronds? And then all of a sudden I got this feeling. This goes to show you how old I am. That's why this is called the Decomposer Lounge from the Old Composer because I'm, I'm not old, old, but uh, Phil Collins, um, please... Ooh. I forgot the name of that map, but you remember that? What was that? Phil Collins was great. Toms and stuff and... Um, Please let me go, set me free. I don't know, whatever. So I get this vibe, and I'm really locked into it now. Now, because of, of what that's making me feel, I'm really locked into it. Then, surprise of my life, this guy's voice. Um, you know, when I listen to a new band, I never know what to expect. Um, and uh, what an amazing voice. What an absolutely amazing yeah. voice. And at least this is the first time I've ever heard of this band. And, of course, I try not to watch the video too much, but he's got such a positive presence, you know, and... And, and 
seemingly that's our Claudia. passionate yeah. joy as a singer. Slit now the throats of babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girls. Another harmony to it, which I was totally stoked about. It was, it's light. It's light loaded in the mix. It's back there. <clears throat> and then I and then there was this pre-chorus turnaround that was really super nice. I thought, could this be the chorus? I mean, if it is, maybe the bridge. And then they hit us with the hook. Um, I've had some comments about explaining what a hook is. I think I'll do a separate video on that, so I don't I don't get too far off here. What idiots? Yeah, so how do you not? YouTubing. Have you not heard of Blues Traveler? The hook brings you back. What's more to say? Come on. Do not leave out the bass. I try, I try. Well, I don't try. I hear it. I feel it. But I want to make sure that every musician gets the equal you know, joy from me because especially when you have uh, bass work like this. And, and As a bassist myself, <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Arranged by the bass player. I mean, there are some bands where a guitar player will arrange a bass. Um, but then any good producer in a band uh, no like way, that man. will allow the bass player to take his own creativity. If I was to say, okay, here are the chords, blah, 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 blah. And the bass player is locking in with the kick and the drums and the whole thing, because there's usually a killer relationship between the drummer and the bass player. Uh, then there is Whoa. the liberties the bass players take to do these, you know, quick passages around the end of bars or end of uh, or quick phrases uh, towards the end of, you know, a measure or you know, four bars or something. Where they're All right. well, do we feel like we learned something here, Danny? Okay, okay, okay. We can move on. This is interesting. I might actually watch some of this guy's videos later. It's 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 pretty good. So so he is like a little cheesy. Ooh, sometimes. chop suey. Oh, sick. Okay. <laughs> I paused it, and there's a yeah, chop suey, it. nine inch nails. He does a favor house. Uh, shoulder. Oh, shoulders. A favor house, and then a silver chair song. Emotional sick something, sickness, sickness. I'm down with it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. Okay, so we are at. You you just stopped at three thirty three. I am going to go. I'm going to go back to three thirty because that's my timestamp, and I will honor that. Um, so this is where we get into the bridge. We get a little bit of strings. I have mixed feelings about this that I will express after we listen. Kind of feels like, well, I guess I guess I'll say, I like that. I, I like how it, it starts to like pick up and build, and mm. the, the drums get a, a little heavier at the end. It feels like they knew we have to do something, and the song's kind of sappy, not in a bad way, but it's mm-hmm. so let's put some strings that seems to kind of fit the mood. We got to do something like that, but they just really weren't sure what. Yeah, and. It's very brief, and I don't feel like it does enough as a bridge to make me feel like we went on this. Like, th- there's not much as much of an ebb and flow in that song. Uh, uh, there wasn't, like, tension and then release. Yeah. There wasn't... Yeah. It, it wasn't a big enough change. Like, if you're going to do strings, like, bring all your friends in from the whatever pops <laughs> we just watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call up NASA. I don't know. It, it's... it's <laughs> yeah. Someone get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the phone. <laughs> now, actually, it would be 
literally impossible to love someone from here to Mars. <laughs> let me tell you. Let why. me tell you why. Um, lo- let me tell you. In in space, love doesn't ex- exist. <laughs> so it, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that part could have been a little better, maybe a little more. It just kind of does the job of getting you from, you know, where they leave off back to the course. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. <laughs> cool. Thanks. That that. Why didn't you? You basically could have just said, "I listened to you." <laughs> Acknowledged. <sighs> so I I looked up some. Uh, set lists mm-hmm. from Coheed. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull those up. So, let's see. They most recently played. So they most recently played. I think some like Never Ender type shows. Yeah. And so I didn't look at those because that's not necessarily a, a good. Yeah. Indication of like what they want to play because yeah. like they're they have a, an agenda. But back in summer of 2019, they were touring Europe, mm-hmm. and we see The Pavilion, A Long Way Back, as the first song of the encore. Okay. Yeah, it's a good spot for it, I, th- I would think. Um, and then they finish it off with Welcome Home. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Of course. <laughs> what the fuck else are you going to do? Let's see. And there was... So... I, I was just curious, like, oh, like, these songs were voted on, but, like, did the band embrace this song? Because, you know, sometimes you like a song, and then it's like, they never fucking played yeah, that live. Yeah, 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 um, But, yeah, th- apparently this was, at what least is, for some uh, time, live. What are they opening with? So back then, in Europe, they were opening with a couple songs that we're not familiar with. Uh, oh. The Dark Sentencer. Okay, that one was, was pretty high up on the votes. Followed by Unheavenly Creatures, the title track from this album. Also pretty high up. Which we did not mention. This The Pavilion is off oh, Unheavenly yeah. Creatures uh, from 2018. The most recent song on the playlist. Mm-hmm. And then it was In Keeping Secrets, A Favor House, The Gutter, mm-hmm. True Ugly, No World for Tomorrow, ugh, Grave Makers and Gunslingers. What a dud. <laughs> Um, Danny was, oh, I thought you were, uh, sucking off your dildo. Um, (laughs) delirium trigger, delirium trigger, mother superior, your favorite, Mm -hmm. the suffering and then old flames, uh, rounded out the main set. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Sure. So yeah. uh, Anything else you want to say about the pavilion? A long way back. No, I, I do have one more timestamp uh, that says, I guess okay. the outro is kind of good, too. All right, let's do it. So let's let's play this.
pretty good outro. Pretty good outro. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good song. I, I'm clearly much higher on it than you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, again, all of these songs, even the ones I don't really care for, I still think they're kind of good songs. They're just not my favorites. Uh, and I don't know that I would come back to these. Th- this song and uh, From Here, here to, to Mars. Mars. Just Here to Mars. From Here to Mars? Just, no, it's it's From Here We Are Juggernaut. <laughs> Mars. From Here from here We Mars Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. I have to pee. Hello, Dante. <laughs> where do we begin? Where do we begin? Uh, where do we end? Because we're at our final song. Ooh, with 55 votes. A whopping 55 votes. Five, five. Whoa, hey, 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 hey. Number one got 55. (gasps) 155, a podcast I don't really listen to anymore. (laughs) I I certainly don't pay for every episode, but sometimes... I I still give them $5 a month. Danny? Fucking sorry, Lassa, you're... You're going to go to some sort of trade school. (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. (laughs) I think we waste too much money on college. Off of Afterman Dissension. From 2013. Key Entity Extraction 5. (laughs) Century The Defiant. real hungry so we're gonna have to power through okay okay uh hey it's got I need, a, I need some pork chunks got a good acoustic intro very menacing yeah i really like the intro it's very doomy the rest of this song is very chevelle oh wow okay and hmm wow dante loves this it is crazy now. this is his favorite no, song now I could, I could play you a couple chevelle songs that I enjoy and realize mm-hmm. it's like maybe guilty pleasure territory, uh-huh. but th- it, they they have some stuff that I like. It's very arena hard rock, you know, like big sounding power chords, obviously low tuning. Although I don't know what tuning this is in. I meant to actually look that up because um, in the the rig rundown videos I was watching, it they said they they primarily play in standard or drop D. And then they have like one guitar that's uh, like a half step down or something like that. Oh, I wonder if this is on. He does have a baritone that they play. And this is B2B tuning. Dante left. I'm back. I believe this is played on a baritone. Okay. Which is why it's so heavy sounding. Anyway, I just closed the wrong tab. I do have a few timestamps though. This song, uh, I do, I do like this song. I just don't that kind of like hard rock sound. I don't. I tend not to be that big on.
That voice, man. And, uh, Not a fan. Well, what about what about this though? Kind of sounds like a far song for a little bit there. Is that good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but going to be listening to some Chevelle today. <laughs> Let's see if Shuke's girlfriend makes it. The roads are temporarily closed, so right now she can't make it. Um, maybe that's like the best thing for her because I don't <laughs> think she wants to listen to Chevelle. Uh, speaking of Chevelle. course nothing wrong there it's heavy claudio as always has great fucking delivery they pull another uh hammer on pull off lead out of nowhere mm-hmm. and i love it and at, you know i i will kind of meekly stick up for chevelle but that's that's more interesting than anything chevelle's ever done oh yeah oh 100 <laughs> percent. okay <laughs> um, uh i just mean like the big chords and the lower sounding tuning reminds me of Chevelle. Sure, sure. But sure. yeah, it's it's much more interesting than that. Um, I just asked Shuge's girlfriend how she feels about the band Chevelle. <laughs> She's about to block me. <laughs> um, solo road trip. I have extra socks. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a timestamp, Dante. So what, what did you play? You played like you went straight to the uh, course? 57 seconds. Okay. I'm going to go back to 29. Uh, just get a little bit of that verse and that I, so it's that acoustic opening and then it gets into a, a pretty good, not, not proggy, but it's like not just a straight ahead four by four power chord riff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's fucking Claudio. So he's moving his big fucking bear paws mm-hmm. around a lot. Yeah, he is. And, and then that, that riff gets a little quieter into the verse. So okay. here we go. Okay. Definitely get the kind of not whispering, but like sort of like soft, mm-hmm. growly Chevelle vibes. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe they're big fans. Who knows? Um, yeah, I think Chevelle would, would like Coheed and Cambria. I, I, I would think that would be true. Um, so you, you, you played the first chorus mm-hmm. already. 
Um, it took me a while to kind of warm up to the vocals. Not not the delivery. Well, I should say the, not delivery. The like kind of s- almost scream thing he does. Yeah, it's like yeah! a restrained scream thing. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It doesn't make me dislike the song, mm-hmm. but it's not my favorite Claudio. It's a different delivery. Claudio voice that I don't think we've really heard before. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's not my favorite, but yeah. Um, I, I'm going to play a little part of the, the chorus again. And, and you talked about that uh, hammer on pull off mm-hmm. lick where he, he says, boy, this is something you, you had that moment with tears for fears. Where you're like, aha, that's what it mm-hmm. is. I've been waiting for it to happen with this part. Okay. When he says, I'll be defiant. Mm-hmm. That melody, it's triggering something, but I can't make the connection. Ooh. So any listeners out there, let me know what I'm thinking of. No, there's no listeners. It's just you and I. That guitar lick is maybe hard to hear. It's Mm -hmm. you really have to be like listening for it. Their their hammer on pull off riffs are always kind of buried. Which was the case on Cuts Marked mm-hmm. in the Marches of Men, mm-hmm. which is what this harkens back to in my mind. Agreed. My, my next timestamp is at 2.45. Where are you at? Actually, my next one is at 2.45. I don't know if which one of us should go first. Well, mine's at 2.45. Okay, okay. Yeah, why don't you go first, and then I'll play mine after that. And yours was? 2.45? 2.45. Okay. So again, uh, and basically any Coheed song with uh, a Roman numeral in it, mm-hmm. somewhere between two and three minutes, the song's going to start <laughs> expanding and yes, changing. Yes. And that's where we're at here. No more mistakes, Danny. Mm. Um, um, they, they do a uh, like a fucking like code orange like yeah like, yeah. It made me think of like go- something thing. Gojira would do too. Sh- oh sure, you know? yeah. I love that whole part. That that entire that took out my next timestamp as well. But just all the like random palm muting that's happening and that weird ass digital dive bomb <laughs> and like the that's the a, per- ooh, that's a good phrase digital dive bomb. The percussion that comes in too is kind of interesting. It's something that, again, another thing I don't feel like we've really heard Kohi do. Um, my last timestamp is at three forty. Um, yeah, go to do yours. Mine's at three forty-two. Um, okay. So I'll do mine after. I'll only I'll just play the first. M- mine's <laughs> only a second and a half, so that's great. We get a little guitar noodling here, and I really like the drums mm-hmm. uh, at this part as well. Yeah. 
us back into the uh, the chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I feel like. I guess it's tough for like Claudio to surprise me or impress me with guitar anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, not not that it's no longer impressive, but it's just like, yeah, I know like what you can do, and it's amazing. Yeah. But I don't know that I've really heard that type of part from them before. The the like lead part is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The guitar is it's a little different. It's a little underwhelming to me, but because I know what they can do, what Claudio can play, but everything else that's happening at the same time, I think, adds to it, and so I'm okay with that part being a little subdued. I really like. I've I've honestly not paid too much attention to the drums there. Uh, aside from noticing that there's extra percussion happening. But um, every once in a while, Josh does those quick uh, hi-hat hits. The psh, psh, oh, mm, oh. Just yes. fucking Josh, man. Josh is maybe our favorite Cohen and Cambria member. Between him and Claudio, it's hard to decide, but they but, are not I mean, Claudio, the same. That's... Remove either one of them. And they're not the same band. I mean, Claudio, obviously, because of his voice, no one else can do that. But maybe they just picked the wrong drummer. And if they got, I don't know, Travis Barker to play drums, I feel like he would do interesting things. But (laughs) (laughs) there's other drummers, I think, maybe. Nope. I mean, taking Josh out out of the equation just makes them not as good of a band. I mean, we've said so much already in the episode, but I'm going to say it again. Josh rules. Josh rules. Penis drools. Oh, Josh rules. Yeah. Penis drools. <laughs> By the way, I don't know. No one knows this or cares, but uh, my my phone or my computer autocorrected. Chris, did I talk about this you on did. the you last did. episode? Oh, okay. <laughs> autocorrected to penis. Yeah, what? Which is what? <laughs> no fucking idea. Uh, my last uh, timestamp is is the final chorus at four four. Oh, not the. Ro- are you going to play the robo dialogue? No, I'm going to skip the robo dialogue. I want the robo dialogue. Okay, I'll play that. Uh, I guess I could mention really quick the Afterman albums take place long before, and it's about this this uh, scientist doctor guy who flies up in into the key work and like goes inside the key work to find out what it is. And all these like uh, key entity extractions Sentry the defiant and the domino, the destitute or whatever are these like souls that are stuck inside the key work or something like that. And, and he's trying to figure out how to allow them to pass on into the next into utopia or whatever. So the, those are the entities that he is trying to extract. I believe so. Okay. I, I'm fucking in love with all this stuff and I, I want, I just want to read so much about it. I love how much you love it's, this. Now. It's great. Along with this chorus.
sensible craft has been lost. Attempt to reconnect in three, two, one. Connection failed. Okay, I'm not really going to oh, play fuck. the whole thing. Connection failed. Um, yeah, the the end of the song, it's kind of like a broken up version of the chorus. Um, it's good. Can we, can we do our rankings now of, of the order of we like these songs? I don't know. I wrote my rankings down, and except for number five, uh-huh. I kind of need to change them all and then regret it and change them back. <laughs> so you're ranking right now. What's your number five? Jugs. Wow. Wow. Here to Mars. Number four. Number four is the pavilion. Long way back. (sighs) Key entity one. I am baffled. Okay. Uh, Number three. It's a, Key Entity Extraction 6, Baffled the Bumbling. <laughs> Number three, Here to Mars. Uh, key Entity Extraction 5. Uh, number, two number two Danny. is, running out of songs here, Here We Are, Juggernaut. Key Entity 5, Century of the Defiance. Number one for Dante. The Pavilion. Wow. Wow. It's I it's really catchy and it's and I I think it's good news that I really like the most recent sure, yeah. thing. Uh and that was the what? That's the song that got the second most votes? Uh yes. Yes. So I I guess I'm I'm kind of chalk with my top two, the pavilion and key entity five. Mm-hmm. But so your number one is Key Entity Extraction One, Domino the Destitute. I love that song. I really want to listen to the Afterman albums. Because I really liked both of those songs. Yeah, I agree. Here's the thing. Except for for Juggernaut, which I just kind of find is meh, kind of filler. Mm-hmm. I, I like the other four songs. Mm-hmm. Like, even though you, it seems to you that I'm low on Key Entity 1, I like it. Yeah. You just you just like truly don't like here to Mars, and so the fact that that's a and pavilion, so that, that those are. But I feel like I kind of like this playlist more than you. Yeah, yeah. Overall, though, you had good things to say about everything. I I, I mean, that kind of goes with every episode this month. Has been even when we started to not like the albums as much. Coheed is always doing good and interesting things. There's interesting things that happen on Here to Mars, even though it's a bit cheesy. Uh, and the Pavilion, too. There's interesting things happening. So uh, they're a good band. I mean, they're kind of graded on a scale. They've set the standard so yes, high yeah, yeah. with those first three albums. So, okay, when I my first time listening through this playlist, mm-hmm. Pavilion is the best. So that's what I thought from the very beginning. Wow. Here to Mars sucks. Mm-hmm. Juggernaut isn't great, but at least it's short. I forget everything that happened in Domino the Destitute. Wow. <laughs> Just because it's a long song. It is, yeah. like, first listen. Um, I guess I didn't write anything about Century the Defiant. Hmm. Okay, so I kind of asked you this before. So if a song like Domino the Destitute was on one of the first three albums, would I like it a lot? Or is it just now kind of with lower expectations of later Coheed? Sure. Am I like, oh, this isn't, this isn't, that bad or this is better than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it. I think I kind of talked about how these songs feel kind of filled up with lyrics. And I feel like the older songs had a bit more room to breathe or the lyric dumps were just presented in a, <laughs> in a uh, I don't even want to say more appealing way, but just in a different way. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would be like, well, there's some interesting stuff happening, but take a breath, Claudio, please. That that never really hit me as much as it hit you. The yeah. fact that there is there's more singing, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I never really noticed that, mm-hmm. and it didn't didn't bother me. The thing um, is, and maybe this is what it what it's really about is there's less long solo breaks. Like we don't get uh, a welcome home solo, right? On any of these, we don't. It. I don't really. I didn't really hear any like, okay, Claudio's doing the solo. Now Travis is doing the solo. Now we're going back. Like there was none of that happening in any of these songs. And really even on No World for Tomorrow, like the solos that happened felt like one of the guitarists was playing it. But Coheed really isn't a solo band. Welcome Home, sure. The Final Cut, sure. I mean, are there big solo? I mean, there's a solo in a favor house, but it's like very much in yeah. the context of this pop song. There, I think the the solo stuff is more the outlier. Yeah, and like so, so maybe like that's just what Willin- I wanted to hear and what I'm. The Will and Well songs don't have solos. Sure, they do. Uh, I mean, final cut, but I feel like well, yeah, the final cut. Others, the have, first three are are more proggy and part 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 part. Yeah, and I, I would say the key entities two key entity songs we listen to. Were in, that, in that same vein, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think the the song that would have a big solo here, and kind of thankfully it didn't, was "Here to Mars." Mm-hmm. Like that could have a very big arena rock, sappy, corny, yeah, solo, and it kind of spares us that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just need to go listen to Zeppelin, man. Mm, I'm good. I'm good. Go, you can go listen to Pink Floyd. I I did listen to an earlier Pink Floyd album, and yeah. Um, didn't like it that? as much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it, I mean, it, I, it's one of those things where like I went in expecting to hear the sounds that I heard before based on the playlist and what, uh, animals, the only other album I've listened to. And it just sounded like weird psychedelic stuff. And I think this was like Sid right, yeah. era. They were very druggy, yeah. druggy, weird. Um, what other album did you listen to? You said the only other album I've listened to. Uh, Animals. So you haven't listened to The Wall? No. I've listened to Dude, your listen- playlist quite a few yeah. times. And Animals. And Animals. Yeah, l- listen to The Wall, my man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let me see. What is the... um? I listened to the first couple songs on The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Yeah, you, you you really can't go into the '60s with them. Yeah, I don't know if that's in the '60s. I think it is. I just have to. I have to be in a different headspace for that. Yeah, it's '67. Okay. So okay, here, here's here's the last thing I I want to say. I am very pleasantly surprised with how this playlist went. Me too. I totally thought we were just going to be like shitting all over it. Mm-hmm. Very sad about the direction Goheed went, and it, it kind of makes me feel bad. Like. Why? Why did I give up? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, it also makes me think: 
if I had listened to all these albums like all the way through a couple times when they came out, was I ready for the, even maybe if it wasn't as big of changes as I thought in my mind, was I ready to accept those changes? Yeah. Or did I need this long break to be able to go back and now appreciate Coheed for what yeah. they are on each album? Yeah. I I would say more like that because even four, like I wasn't a big fan of four when it came out. Yeah. And now I like that album a lot. Like it, there's almost, there's only a couple for me, skippable tracks on there. So I feel like my ears or whatever needed to grow and mature and like hear different types of music, uh, before being ready or breaking myself down enough to, <laughs> to accept Coheed. That's the Coheed. thing. Like when I started realizing I liked this playlist, I was like, do I like these or have I just listened to them a lot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like you said, break myself down to accept this because it's at a certain point comfortable yeah. or familiar. I mean, I think with, with the singles that came after, I would listen to them once or maybe twice and you have, it's almost like my experience recently with Pink Floyd is like I had this idea in my head of what I was going to hear. And so I had this welcome home, uh, hoping I would hear something like that. I was hoping I would hear something, uh, you know, in keeping secrets or the, the crowing, like something like that. And that's not what I got. And so I was like, well, I'm fucking done with this band then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was an us problem. Yeah, a one hundred percent for sure. Um, I'm rejoining the watch together. I accidentally closed out of the tab. Oh Jesus! I know. Um, are are you ready for Dante's soft spot circle? Oh, I'm ready to curl on up, buddy. I think we're just gonna do three okay. songs, okay. two of which I know have videos. Um, so let me get the first one up. Okay, are you in there? Uh, yeah, but I need to... Okay, I, I paused it. Okay. So, Coheed and Cambria Island. This is the opener off The Color Before the Sun. Okay. Which you were like, fuck, this isn't part of the story. <laughs> so, sorry, Danny, the, this is just a song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, Play. What? Batman? <laughs> what was that face? I don't know. I like Batman taking a dump though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, funny. Run, rabbit, run. This has very, uh, very much U2 energy as well. The lead. Not anymore. Yeah. So there you go, Dan. You got 50 seconds before any singing. Yeah. They always they do have long intros. And they do take a while to get to the chorus, usually. Oh, 
zwei? Weird cut to his yeah. hand motion. Oh, again. This is me and you in a week, buddy. Yeah. Like how his Superman costume doesn't even have anything on the chest. <laughs> like, there's other letters. <laughs> so, what do you think of the song so far? It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I like it more than Here to Mars. <laughs> sure. This, this is more of the... Uh, Good pop versus juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of bathroom humor yeah. in this video. Yeah. Oh, is he going to fight the tiger? Is that supposed to be a generic tiger or like... Maybe Tony the Tiger? A Daniel Striped? Ooh. A little harsh. You remember? A little harsh, from... Dante. Wait, what'd I say? <laughs> yeah! Wait, I missed this. Why are they actually fighting? Because they were, I don't know, they were fucking with the Superman guy. Oh. That's cool. I mean, both of these guys are going to turn into like actual jokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're big guys on Reddit, probably. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, twist ending. Yeah. Okay, okay. The, the Superman guy's like, um... I don't know what signs I was giving you, yeah, but yeah. Uh, my fault for leading you on, I'll give you the one for free. I'm curious where this is going now. Where's the second video? <laughs> uh, it's on uh, Pornhub. <laughs> that was Island yeah. by Coed and Cambria. Yeah, that song was fine. All right. Yeah. I, I I really like the um at the end of the course the line oh boy I'm going to fuck it up word for word but it's <laughs> where's my life saver when I'm screaming danger or something oh. like that. Um and it's just kind of like in Pavilion where it's like the big course and then it gets back into the mm. like interesting mm -hmm. guitar part. All right, so that was the first of 3. Okay. Island. Island. This next one um, let's see. There is a video for this. <gasps> Holy smokes. It's barely a song. Unless I'm about to play the wrong thing, but let's see. <laughs> so this is off 2012's The Afterman Ascension. The Afterman. Ooh. Here we go. 
playing. You can see I'm picking some delayed guitar mm -hmm. tracks. Oh, yeah, um, do you want to go boating or... Do I want to go boating? No. We better see Josh sitting in that grass. Yeah. Oh, that was the bassist. He was he Superman? Oh, was he? Oh, Josh. Joshy boy, gosh. <laughs> okay. Elon Musk is there? Cool binoculars. I'm going to catch the rocket in my boat. <laughs> this is another new Claudio voice that I feel like I've never heard before. Maybe it's just like the kind of effect on it, though. Yeah, it, it's it's cool, though. Yeah. I like it. I'm surprised they did a video for this song. I mean, this is not a single type of song. Yeah. Where's the Afterman? He's back. Yeah, that was Superman for sure. Mm. They just have to live in this boat now? Can they <laughs> yeah. not go to shore? That guy's for sure European. Yeah, yes. It's like some German. No, he's like some Belgian Adam Driver. <laughs> Belgian Adam Driver. <laughs> I killed her. Now I'm <laughs> Whoops. Going back down in the water. Accidentally lennied her on this <laughs> boat, so I gotta <laughs> scooch out of here undetected. Oh, that's it? That's it. It's uh, I'm like I said, I'm surprised they made a video for that song because it's yeah, it's you know, it yeah. I feel like it's only half a half a song. That's maybe that's why I I kind of latched onto that song because in the midst of all these Coheed songs that I wasn't or these Coheed singles I wasn't digging at the time, mm -hmm. I was like, well, I think this this like guitar is cool and I like when it it doesn't get like hard but it gets just that to that part where there's a riff, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, I I always dug that song and still do. Hmm, yeah, I liked that one a little more than than uh, the island. Unless you, you're gonna like Island more. Okay, okay. Give it some time. Um, all right. Our last song. We're going back to the color before the song, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, you're going to get, boy, if you like Josh, if you like seeing Josh in videos. I do. Ooh, buddy. This is You've Got Spirit. Oh. Or, sorry, You Got Spirit, kid. Okay, okay. Song rocks. Play. Rad times. Ooh, chonies. Josh chonies. Chodies. Chodies. <laughs> this is fucking uh <laughs> what's the other drummer's name? God damn it. Hey, it's Chris butt. Penny. <laughs> Chris yeah. Penny and his and his Dillinger bros taking Josh's clothes. I think Dillinger kind of like abandoned Chris. Yeah. They excommunicated him after that. Auto shop Claudio, hell yeah. Fucking so handsome. <laughs> you want me to fuck him up? That rocks. That shot is so good. <laughs> It'll be okay, Joshy. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll act too, you guys. <laughs> hell yeah, Travis out by the boiler room. Yeah, he is for sure the like skid of the group. <laughs> Swear word? Yeah. We don't get all that many swears in the. Yeah, I guess not. Claudio, we already have a shot of you pulling up the welding mask. Do we need two? Just do it. Cheerleaders are going to get fucked up. You said this is off of color before the sun? Correct. <laughs> Good use of mascots in these videos. Yeah. And this is gonna this is gonna dissolve their skull <laughs> their skulls. <laughs> Zach just takes it way too far. Yeah, puke. Yeah. 
Kuku. <laughs> I mean, you poisoned us, but I guess we're even? Yeah, yeah. Josh! Hell yeah. Slow mo. <laughs> okay, can I have my regular clothes back now? <laughs> Inside of this cougar's really chafing the boys. <laughs> Josh is dead staring at the camera. <laughs> He's a good bassist, but I gotta say, on screen, Zach is a zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You boys look a little old to be in high school. <laughs> Ronnie Fryhofer Schultz was never seen again. That's Travis. Claudio, good face. Clyde Grease Dragon Cabrera went on to fight the Russians in space. In space. Oh, I can't yeah. see that because there's, there's that a jock. stupid fucking Rad Times at Amory yeah. High. All right, what you that think? That one was pretty fun. I think I've heard that song before. I feel like you sent me that video before or something, maybe. Oh, really? Maybe. Uh, very possible. Mm -hmm. um, I would say for a, a video made in 2015 mm -hmm. for a popular but somewhat niche rock band, mm -hmm. they kind of went all out on that video. Yeah, totally. That's that's a really good video. Good it it might be their best video. I mean, I obviously have a soft spot for a favor house, mm -hmm. but I, you get more Josh here, obviously. Mm -hmm. You get Josh's butt. Ooh. Perfect. Uh, you get the F word like four or five times. Yeah, you do. On screen, too. Um, on, yes, visual <laughs> F word. And I think that song's really good. The nobody gives a fuck who you are line uh -huh. is good. It's kind of a uh, a Jimmy Eat World the middle type of yeah, message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dare I say, I think the song's better than the middle. Hmm. I'd have to give it some more listens to, to make that determination. But I'll let you know sure. next time. Okay, great. Um, so there you have it. Uh, and now let me clench and close Dante's soft spot circle. <laughs> Maybe to be opened again. We'll see. D Danny, any last words for this fifth episode, our, our crowd heated mm -hmm, mm -hmm. episode of Coheed Decembria? Uh, later, Coheed and Cambria, I'm sorry I misjudged you. Those are my final thoughts, final words. I, I, I have to agree. Absolutely. Um, what? So you're going to, you're going to dump, you're going <laughs> to jump into the Afterman. I think I'm going to go with the Afterman. The Afterman. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think I'm going to go there first. I do want to check out Year of the Black Rainbow just to hear. I, apparently there's a lot more like electronic stuff on that album. So I. Of course, you want to listen to the Chris Penny album. Ugh, forgot about that. 
I think that's the one I'm least interested really? in, to be okay. honest. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, I don't you didn't love like here. that song. Ju- I mean, it's it's just fine. Yeah. I the the afterman's afters man. <laughs> what would be the? I I. You know what? I I might I might have to just go all in on Color Before the Sun because at first when I was first listening here to Mars, I was like, "Oh, this stinks!" Because I really like Island mm-hmm. and I really like You Got Spirit Kid, but fucking it has this Here to Mars song. But now I'm like, I don't mind yeah, that at all. Yeah. And then um, the the new one. I, I think I got to listen to the yeah, new one. I definitely want to check out the new album. Um, I think they're uh, with, they've released two singles, so probably another one coming out soon. Yeah, that's right. I, I would imagine twenty twenty two would. Yeah, we'll maybe uh, maybe when it comes out, out, we have to. We'll do a, a we absolutely yeah, have to do album that. review. It's so much easier than our normal. It episodes. is. It is. <laughs> Speaking of our normal episodes, Dante. Yes, sir. Next week, in the world of when these episodes come out. We're getting back to uh, our regular format. Boo! Boo! No! For a little while. Yeah, I, I think every long. couple months, I think we should do a, a, a different kind of thing. I like breaking it up a little okay. bit. Yeah. Um, but back to the regular format. And uh, I am Good to boy. be punished next. Good Quit talking boy. to your fucking cat. I'm going to give you Claudio Claudio lifting up his visor face <laughs> if you say anything like that. <laughs> All right. So next time we do one of our uh, just tedious fucking normal episodes, <laughs> we will be discussing British indie twee Hipstery, okay. Sample e, okay. Pop e e, hip hop e, band ish, solo ish project. How many more genres are we gonna go to here? I think I'm out. Okay. The Go Team. Oh, holy shit! They're British. I didn't know that. I think so. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, they are. Don't make me doubt it, but they are. Go team. Interesting. All right. What What do we know about the Go team right now? I believe I've heard one album. I would need to look it up to figure out which one it is. It was probably Thunder Lightning Strike. Maybe. Was it Orange with a Kitty Cat? Uh, I believe so. It was very twee. I remember that. Because this was in the days of Tweedum. The days of, tw- yeah, Tweedum. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I think I Thunder Lightning. That I think up. that's the one I listened to. Well, you're going to get at least one song off okay. that. Okay. So that's, I mean, I <sighs> tough barely shit. fucking remember it. Um, well, I mean, that's 04. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, I. sweet. I didn't know you listened to that band. Well, I do. Sweet. Cool. I'm excited. Wait, but what um are you not going to give me you ha- you have to give me a band before we record that episode. Well, wait, you want to record this next week, you said? I would like to record it next week if we can. Um, <sighs> if and if we have time, I'd like to record the next episode too. So you want me to give you a band? Yeah, I just 
I, I, I just want to just want a week to enjoy my life. No, you committed to this podcast, what? so you will not enjoy your life. <laughs> it's okay. I wasn't enjoying it before that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, give me a band. I have been gearing up a couple playlists for you. So I've got a couple of things on the docket that you're going to be getting soon. But I think we're going to start with a, with a Danny classic, a, a band that I have really liked for a long time. So I, you better like them too. Dante, your next assignment is Zayo. That sounds very familiar. Are they like um, a doom metal, prog metal type? More prog? No? Not at all? They're a metalcore band. Metalcore? They're like one of the original metalcore bands. Wow. Yeah. Is there something called Zayo Dot? No, it's K-O Dot. Yeah, that's... What is that? that that's... I don't really know. I've never listened to it before. Yeah, I don't really know what the... I think I've listened to a few yeah. songs of theirs because I know that guy is, like, supposedly a really good composer uh-huh, and all this. Uh-huh. And I think I've tried to listen to it. It's like, I don't... I don't get it. This is too smart. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, Jack K.O. Zayo. Christian Metalcore. Well, formerly Christian Metalcore. Um, let's see if I'm still recording. I sure hope so. I am three and a half mm-hmm. hours, man. Wow. Look That's at us go. One. Boy, what on a Saturday morning, we can really just fucking be blow. Yeah. yeah, we can. Uh, speaking of see you in a week, See you in a week. I want to, I'm going to see what this is real quick. Can I stop recording? What, why did it open up? Ugh, whatever. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed Kohi Decemberia as much as we did. Bye, bye, pod. Oh, world. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, bye. Dante Zayo at the end of this episode for the next band we're going to be talking about. And it occurred to me that the first time I saw Coheed and Cambria was actually uh, them opening for Zayo back in 2002. And oh, what the, hey, what the you fuck? Danny? Are you yeah. Danny? Oh shit, it's Chris. Oh shit. Yeah, come here, you stupid piece of shit. Come here. Nobody fucks with Chris Penny. This is my podcast now. I'm Chris Penny. Welcome to Five Beanies or Less.